City 97.3. Accra. There can be no other man to say three. No need to change. Keep it tuned to City. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning to life. Good morning. Music. Talk. Inspiration. In perspective.
23 minutes past 6. Joyful Incorporated. TV Olamte and his gang. One Joey. One Kafubo. One Wonoguju. We lift you high. We bless you. We praise you. Beautiful way to start your morning. This is City FM. The 17th of March. It's a Wednesday morning. It's a great opportunity to get your day going with the radio show that gets it. Check out the horn. All right. <laughs> All right, I'm going to give you a quick uh, business sense. I thought this was really interesting. Proverbs 18.9. Proverbs 18.9. I'll read two versions. The New King James Version says, He who is slothful in his work is a brother to he who is a great destroyer. <laughs> he who is slothful in his work is a brother to he who is a great destroyer. The New Living Translation even makes it clearer. It says, A lazy person is as bad as somebody who destroys things. A lazy person is as bad as someone who destroys things. Can you imagine? We see laziness as being passive. Distraction is active. If you are lazy, you are destructive. This is serious. Which means by being lazy, you sit on potential. You sit on blessings. You sit on change. You sit on destiny. And then the amplified version is the one that even kills me. He who is careless in his work is a brother to him who destroys. <laughs> they are relatives. So laziness, carelessness must be uprooted. It's a very, very important. Now, if you sense the team slacking, if you sense people doing business as usual, you sense people thinking, oh, this is just normal. Oh, let's just stand up and let the people know we are at work. You have to make serious changes. Because very soon, the laziness will become distraction. In fact, by being lazy, the company is being destroyed. The business is being run down. So don't tolerate laziness and carelessness. By doing so, you are permitting the destruction of your entity. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 9. Business is brought to you by ADB. Yes. Don't forget to go through the COVID protocols as we do our part as a bank that has all the platforms you need to transact business in safety. We're talking about funds transfer, bill payment, airtime top-up, mobile money service, and bulk payment. These include internet banking, bulk payment platforms, visa cards of all kinds. And our mobile banking app and star 767 hash. Call ADB on 0302210210. ADB, truly a Greek and more. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Same great bang. Because the greatest things are born from the smallest of thoughts. 
just as your seeds in a rich soil grow to become trees that bear fruits. The Agricultural Development Bank, ADB, helps you sow, invest, nurture, and grow your personal and business plans by serving you with years of banking ingenuity and experience in agribusiness, corporate and commercial banking, consumer finance, e-banking, and many more through our network branches across the country. Whatever the culture, whatever the dream, we grow with you. Call us today on 0302-210-210 or visit www.agricbank.com. ADB, truly agric and more. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. For the hashtag CityCBS. This next is brought to you by Fidelity Bank. You can open an account online at fidelitybank.com.gh. You can access your account at your fingertips. You can do all the things you want to do. And even enjoy your bank with our new WhatsApp assistant on 055-315-500. Visit the Apple Store or the Google Play Store to download the Fidelity Mobile app. Or call 3355. Visit fidelitybank.com for additional enjoyment. And of course, Total Petroleum is also proud to be associated with the newspaper review. Total received the prestigious Band of the Year at the Ghana Oil and Gas Awards, as well as the Lubricant of the Year and the Marketing Campaign of the Year. Thank you for making us number one. This is to our loyal customers for your unwavering support. Total committed to better energy.
Well, I, I want to submit that journalists are not concerned people, even though that's what people consider us to be. There's much more to our work than concern. Interesting uh, potential standoff between executive and judiciary to dominate the headlines today. More fallout from the budget as people discuss the tax proposal. The school children who drowned in a pump, or was it drowned at a pump, laid to rest yesterday. Uh, we have been told that only 1,000 people have reported adverse effects of the COVID vaccine. All of these are more coming up in the News Supply Review. Join us on 54 The conversations over the AstraZeneca vaccine continue. The UK's minister says the Oxford AstraZeneca COVID jab is safe. Meanwhile, Donald Trump is telling his supporters to also get vaccinated because some pro Trump Republicans had said they were not going to take the jab. But Donald Trump says, Charlie, go and take the jab. Lots to talk about on the show this morning.
All right, so we're going to start with the headlines. Today, I want to start online for some strange reason. Um, so saw a couple of stories that find, I find interesting. Good morning, Nathan. Good morning, Godfrey. Hello, good morning. Uh, so, Bagbin vows to resist move by presidency to cap parliament's budgetary allocation. It's a red story. And I saw it. I just said, wow, keep an eye on that. Then, executive must rescind decision to cap parliament's budget. It looks like a huge one. Apparently, executive is considering capping legislature and judiciary's budget. So, that's getting some tongues wagging. Now, FDA says Ghana hasn't recorded any case of blood clots from COVID vaccination. Mm-hmm. Also, stepfather bends 11-year-old boy to death in Ashanti region. This is Kumasi. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. Telcom and IT Professionals Union uh, sued over strike. That's also on citynewsroom.com. Now, still on health, 1,000 reports on adverse effects of COVID vaccine in Ghana received. This is the Ghana Health Service speaking. And then Kojo Aponkroman says, new taxes will help pay for COVID freebies and other expenses. <laughs> Charlie, <laughs> now, if you go to citybusinesses.com, Ken Ophoyata justifies uh, proposed new taxes. Also, blame recent fuel hikes on rising world prices, not new taxes, according to the OMCs. And uh, gaming industry players call for more consultation on proposed gaming tax. Now, let me take you to my journal.com. Budget cuts for legislature, judiciary won't be entertained. This is Bagmin to presidency. Then there's a very curious story here. Gritko announces the quote Doomsaw timetable for voter and OT yeah. regions. But the Doomsaw has quotation marks on the front and back. <laughs> now, the Ghana Publishers Association says Bedoum Cancer Publication will be sanctioned. And then um, I've received death threats for my persistent criticism and fight against corruption. This is Senor Hosi speaking. Now, if you go to Star FM, this Babin story is still the lead story. Babin threatens to reject Akufado's 2021 budget. <laughs> Meanwhile, Can he? I would wonder. Trust our MPs, NDC Council of Elders, to party members. And God has been merciful. Uforiata speaks on COVID recovery. Meanwhile, something else in Ashanti region, guys. Mm-hmm. Sofo line interchange hey. contractors lock out managers over salaries. <laughs> you know the school close to Sofo Line? Yeah. Is the school government went to? Yeah. Sofo Line University. Yes. Sofo Line <laughs> interchange contractors lock out managers Crunchy. over salaries. And then JB Dankwa made a real killer out there and joined, according <clears throat> to the suspect, to the court. A story. It's, it's, it's a tale of just, I don't know. I'm still uh, on online stories. Uh, speaker says executive cannot impose ceiling on judiciary and parliament. This is GNA. So this story is everywhere. Meanwhile, the president is in Cote d'Ivoire for the funeral of the prime minister of that country. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a couple of stories. Young women in politics urged to use intellectual capabilities to propel development. Okay. Now, today I'm just doing online before you come in. Yeah. I, I'm visiting three countries. When, when you go to South Africa, What's happening? there's a report there called the Mail and Guardian. Proper. There's a story that caught my attention. There's a report that says desalination will relieve arid South Africa, mm-hmm. but it's too expensive. Mm-hmm. You know we have a huge desalination plant yeah. sitting there. We're not sure if it's working. Yeah. So the Water Resources Commission in South Africa did a, 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 a sort of a test of whether desalination would work. Mm. Especially in Cape Town. They say it will work, but it's going to be too expensive because South Africa's fiscal position is not good enough. Mm. I wonder if we did the same type of work before we started our desalination plant, mm. which has almost become a white elephant. Mm. In East Africa, Ethiopia has begun rolling out its COVID jab. And this is WHO, good, good, AstraZeneca. Good. If you go to the BBC, 
UK Minister of Health says the AstraZeneca jab is safe. So, and then Trump is telling supporters to get vaccinated. Nathan, let's come to the Ghanaian Times. Well, the Ghanaian Times says, A palm at standstill as remains of 11 teenagers laid to rest. Mm. 10 million euro e-waste management facility to be constructed in Accra. The FDA is saying, No record of blood clot linked to COVID-19 vaccinations in Ghana. Mm -hmm. And there's a very sad story, not worrying story. Mm -hmm. um, at Upper Dick School, it says, Tension brewing at Upper Dick School. Irate youth attack Queen Mother others. For what? Hmm. Anyway, graphic. Front page of the daily graphic. Indiscipline unabated. Motorway without rules. Oh, Lord. Oh, we all know this one. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go again. Mm. Join forces to rebuild the economy. This is the finance minister designate Keno Foriata. Double track reintroduced mm. to ensure social distancing and the very tragic... Uh, drowning story in Apam also makes the front page of the paper. The finder says KGL's NLA bailout raises key questions as six years revenue of NLA shows positive balance. In terms of COVID-19, mm -hmm. 404,000 vaccinated, 1,000 adverse effects reported, and Ghana's COVID-19 deaths move up to 698. Okay. Road transport operators say disregard fair increment and 11 Apam drowning victims buried as government gives each family 10,000 CDs. Hmm. Front page of the Daily Guide newspaper. Photos of wailing parents at hmm. Apam. Hmm. Apam buries 13 drowned kids. I don't know who brought a Fusam for tape. Witness. Hmm. Bloodshed at Upper Dixcov and reworking a Japa deal best. Hmm. The New Crusading Guide says more condolences pour in as MPP, CPP delegations... Security groups commiserate with Kweku Baku. Mm -hmm. Naka douses tension over buyer's textbook. Mm. Employ realistic support for MSEs to revamp economy. Okay. Right. Front page on. of the new publisher. These days they have very interesting headlines. Mm -hmm. and make me flag bear. A Greek minister cries to MPP chairman. You should see the photo, Bernard. This is the photo. The paper is not charitable at all. I think he was wearing Wellington boots. Wellington boots. Visiting one of the farms. Yeah. <laughs> His hand on hips. <laughs> <laughs> publish so that's the main story yeah, there. that's the main story. Okay. The Chronicle says, American embassy officers robbed hmm. in diplomatic enclave. A palm meet me there, victims buried. Queen mother chiefs taken hostage by rival chief subjects. Hmm. Front page of the Daily Statesman. That Greek minister is everywhere. I'm telling you. A Greek minister outlines measures to tackle for army worm. Okay. The future is bright, and this is coming from the government. All right. And the Ghanaian Observer <coughs> says, Baba Jamal's bombshell. NDC neck OK Sami Jemfi's attack on speaker majority leaders. Government justifies introduction of new taxes. Finance minister breaks silence. And top chief comments Zoom Lion. Front right. page of the Herald newspaper. Ekufuadu lied about COVID-19, free water, electricity, and food. Upon Kumar says Ghanaians must now cough back money through taxes. MPP flag bearer contest heating up already. As Alan Chemating reveals campaign team. I'll give you details, Bernard. Okay. <laughs> Moving on to the other story. So let me give you the parliament story because I thought it was interesting. Bagbin vows to resist moves by parliament, presidency to cap parliament's budgetary allocation. This story is on citynewsroom.com. Speaking of parliament, Alban Bagbin is threatening to stop processes towards the approval of the 2021 budget estimates if the executive goes ahead with its plans to cap budgetary allocations to the lawmaking body. Now, the executive secretary, the president, Anna Santibedio, to in a letter to parliament informed the House of the executive's decision to reduce their budget by over 190 million CDs and that of the judiciary by over 70 million. The letter cited a lack of fiscal space 
as the reason for the plan. But according to the Speaker, this is legally wrong and a step to weaken the oversight duties of Parliament. Speaking to the House, or in the House, before the commencement of the budget debate on Tuesday, Ababi said, Parliament under his leadership will not accept such actions from the executive. Here's a quote. This, the budget is not for the executive. We have the final power to approve or disapprove. And so what the Constitution has done is for them to make recommendations and to negotiate during the deliberations of the budget before the House. Mr. Babi added that it is not for the executive to impose a ceiling on the judiciary nor parliament. We have to do the proper thing. And so during the consideration of the estimates, particularly the committee's consent, take that on board. At the end of the day, come and inform us to, negotiate, to a negotiated figure, not the ceiling that has been given by the president. Mm. <laughs> and he vowed that he will not append the signature to any letter of submission of the approved budget to the presidency if the decision is not rescinded. And he ended by saying, I mean what I say. Hey, well, speaking of the budget, <laughs> let me take to page 16 of the Daily Graphic then, where there's a the call... The debate has started. Yes, there's a call from the finance minister-designate mm-hmm. who says, joint forces to rebuild economy. Mm. The minister-designate for finance, the Kenneth Wright, has described the 2021 budget statement as a rallying cry to Ghanaians to join forces with the government to salvage the economy from the ravages of the COVID-19 pandemic. Hmm. He said the pandemic had wreaked great havoc on lives and livelihoods, such that only a united front, ready to share the burden and sacrifice a little for the nation, would help reverse the consequences, mitigate the impact, and put the economy back on track. Still on the economy, Nathan, before you, you come in, the same finance minister on City Business News is justifying the proposed new levies. Kenofrata, the caretaker finance minister, sorry, Osechi Mensah was the caretaker finance minister delivering the budget statement mentioned the whole raft of taxes. Now, Mr. Ferrata, in a virtual post-budget forum by PwC, said, if you look at the taxes, we do have issues of sanitation and the Delta Fund for Energy, and those have to be tackled. So the petroleum taxes are supposed to help contribute towards that. Then we have the 1% VAT, which essentially is looking at making sure we're able to pay for the vaccines and get our people working. So we don't have lockdowns, and so that our infrastructure for healthcare will be more robust. So it's basically justifying the taxes. Now, a couple of stories before Nathan comes in. Kojo Pongkrumah has been trying to yeah, explain yeah, yeah. some of this from the perspective of free water and free... I have the hair house version. Let's get in there quickly. Kufuadu lied about COVID-19, free water, electricity, and food. With the 2020 election over, the Minister for Information has indicated that the government's new taxes slapped on Ghanaians are to help address the huge fiscal gap created as a result of the government's COVID-19 palliatives. The President, now Kufadwa, had insisted that he was giving Ghanaians freebies, including water, electricity, food, and even loans, to revive their businesses as a way of cushioning them against the effect of the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, according to the information minister, the government spent about 19 billion Ghana cities of borrowed funds mm-hmm. to provide free water and free electricity, among other expenses, to fight the COVID-19 pandemic, and that amount must be repaid. Okay, so that's the story. Let's come to the Times later. Yes, on page 16, they have the story from Apam, okay. quite sad, and it says, The entire Apam town mm. came to a standstill during the burial and funeral service for 11 yeah. of the 13 teenagers who drowned while swimming at the Apam beach on Sunday, March 7th. Mm. John Arthur, 14, whose body was found in a decomposing state, was buried last Friday, thereby bringing the number of those buried to 12. Oh, Lord. The body of the 13th person, whose name was given as Mamiya Joa, was still in the morgue as the family had not arrived for the burial ceremony. By 6.40 a.m. yesterday, mm-hmm. the road leading to the St. Luke Catholic Hospital at Apam was blocked with human and vehicular traffic as residents and relatives of the departed moved to the hospital 
mm. for the burial service. Now, this is the part that really grips me. So, oh. some school children and classmates of the deceased who were at the funeral grounds were in their school uniforms wailed uncontrollably yeah. Yeah. as the names of the de- of the departed were struck out from the school's register. You know, when you are in a primary school or GSS, you never forget the death of your colleague. Yeah. I still remember some of my mates who died when we were young. It's yeah. really, really sad. Yeah. And I think that the kids need to have uh, some counseling. Yeah. Daily Guide, what are they saying? Well, there's bloodshed at Upper Disco. Yes, the same story you read yeah. about some mm-hmm. uh, young people attacking yes. a queen mother. Yeah, that's what are the details? Page 6 of the Daily Guide. So there was pandemonium at Upper Disco in the Hunter West Municipality in the Western Region on Monday when some youth suspected to be from Lower Disco wielding clubs and other offensive implements clashed with the youth from Upper Disco. In the process, the mother of the Mahin of Upper Disco traditional area, Obrimpong Hima Dechi, the sub-chief and some relatives of the chief were seriously attacked. The sub-chief, whose name was given as Nanadia Kokra, was said to have been stripped naked by the alleged attackers and was made to walk on the streets of Upper Disco before he was subjected to severe beatings. Some of the residents in Upper Disco, particularly the youth, were also inflicted with cutlass wounds in the attack and others had to run for their dear lives. Now, some of the incidents claimed that it was a reprisal attack, explaining wow. that a similar incident occurred at Lower Disco last year, which was believed to have been orchestrated by some residents of Upper Disco. I remember that story from uh, last year. Yeah. Now, let me give you some COVID-related stories. 1,000 reports on adverse effects of COVID-19 vaccine in Ghana received according to the Ghana Health Service. But the, the FDA says we haven't recorded any blood clots. So let me give you those two quickly. CityNewsroom.com. Now, the extended program on immunization of the Ghana Health Service says it has received about 1,000 reports of adverse effects from persons vaccinated against the vaccine. These people, they are people, sorry, these are people vaccinated within 12 days of the first phase of the COVID vaccination exercise. Dr. Kwame Amponsachiano, the program manager of the EPI, told the GNA that the reactions and complaints received by his outfit and the FDA were fever, sweating, headache, weakness, chills, and body aches, which were all expected. He said the reports were not different from reactions and adverse effects or reports from other countries and what was stated by the manufacturer in the vaccine package information. Now, he said the complaints were received mainly through the complaints called the number provided on the vaccination card, the med app, and the complaints link provided by the FDA. Then there's a second related one. Ghana hasn't recorded any case of blood clots. This is the Food and Drugs Authority saying the country has not recorded any case of blood clots from its COVID-19 vaccination exercise. According to the authority, even though vaccines and medicines tend to have some side effects, no serious case has been recorded in the country so far. They explained that the assurance is from the Joint COVID Vaccine Safety Review Committee, which has monitored all adverse reports from the vaccines. Nathan. On page 5 of the finder, this story is shocking. Mm. Human parts disappear in St. Anthony's Hospital morgue at Joje. Forgive. Now, residents <laughs> of Joje in the Ketu North municipal capital of the Volta region have mm. expressed worry mm. over human missing parts of their deceased relatives. Hey sent to the Jeju St. Anthony's Hospital mortuary for preservation. In a recent development, relatives of Madame Abla Ahiyamata, who died on March 5 at Ablome, Ablome. Mm. um, a suburb of the district capital, Mm -hmm. the body was deposited at the facility, were thrown in a state of shock. When they visited the facility to check on their deceased, but notice her left eye was plucked out. Hey, Charlie, this is weird. Mr. John Ziga, the unit committee member who assisted the family to deposit the corpse, told the finder reporter that he was very surprised and saddened this happened at the facility, adding that he tried to report the development to the hospital authorities, but when all efforts proved futile, he moved further to report the case to the Georgia District Police Command. So they are investigating. Yeah. Now there's a story in the Volta, since you are in Georgia, this is Oti, 
Gridco announces Doomsaw timetable for voter and OT regions. And the Doomsaw is in quotes. I find it quite interesting. MajorOnline.com. The Ghana Grid Company has made revealed plans to ration power supply to some parts of the voter and OT regions over the next few days. In a notice to the ECG, Gridco requested that the outages come into force from Thursday, March 18 to Monday, March 22. The move, according to Gridco, is to enable it to undertake repair works on the transformers supplying the two regions, parts of Ho, Adakulu, and Huda. So, Gakopra, Akachi, Keta, Didome, and its environs are expected to be to experience power outage now the statement then lists other places and the times so this is what they're, they're describing as doom so now this is at the, against the background that the ceo of Greco wrote an op-ed saying that the days of doom so are over and that there will be for the next two months some intermittent outages for some repairs to be done mm. so ceo of the grid code then the story then gives those backgrounds well let me tell you about the Temamoto way where everything illegal seems to be happening except galamsi everything everything <laughs> scatter scatter <laughs> everything the only thing that's happening there is galamsi mm. indiscipline unabated motorway without rules now but if you this uh was a follow-up to uh the story about exercise, the street lights. no a similar exercise they did last year okay so they wanted to see if anything had changed so they spent three days <laughs> monitoring the motorway and according to the report very good one done by kester Abraham Crankship says that the indiscipline in the form of road diversions, okay. illegal uterus, illegal bus dumps, free for all, dumping of refuse, farming, <laughs> dangerous driving, farming. yes, farming, on the motorway. so along the motorway, burgeoning slums and shanty towns with unacceptable living conditions for their residents could trigger humanitarian crisis in the areas. Mm. Now, according to the story, uh, some of the people are engaged in farming. And one of the farmers who admitted engaging in the risky activity along a busy highway said he had been operating there for a few months without any trouble. It was hopeful that he would not face any danger. As now he came by the land, he said it was leased to him by some slum dwellers who first started uh, farming on the land mm-hmm. some year ago. So there's also wrong parking, tricycle menace, people everything. just dropping everything. Motorway is here. a microcosm of the country. Now, in Tiro Road, Sofa line touching contractors lock out managers over salaries. This is from Kumasi. The construction workers of China Geo Company, contractors responsible for the construction of the Kumasi Sofa line interchange and road network, have locked up their managers as they continue with their agitations over conditions of service. Now, the have been on strike since Friday, March 12, over conditions of service. The striking workers of the firm told Ultimate FM's Isaac Bediako that management of the firm has made it clear to them that they are not ready to engage the workers on their concerns, hence the protest. Chairman of the Workers' Union, Rudolf Aswala, noted that he may lose control of his colleagues if management of the firm fails to show up for the dialogue. So that's for what is worth. Let's end with the Chronicle if you have a final story there. Um, Otherwise, okay. I will give you another... I wanted to tell you about flag bearer. Okay, let's go there. Make me flag bearer. Okay. I make me the FTP chairman. That's the new publisher on page six. Mm. All through the weekend, the Minister of Food and Agriculture, Dr. Usof Yakutu, was meeting with constituent executives of the MPP in the Ashanti region, ostensibly together to understand why he's the best person to be elected as the presidential candidate of the party for the 2024 election. The minister, 71-year-old, Man and a close confidant of the president, Nekufado, was reported to have met with all 47 constituency chairmen of the party in the region. Later, met with communications officers, mm. national coordinators, and research officers. And other My question groups. is why, of all the pictures of the minister, why <laughs> did they get this one? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, them. But, but it looks like everything is set for that race for MPP. Well, he has said. Alan Shamatin is also working. Okay, so apparently, he's com- is there a list of people in the. Um, in the that's on page 8 of the. Herald. So he has Herald. a campaign team. Yes, that's what the paper is. But how do you have a campaign team whilst there's your minister in the same government with other people? Wouldn't that conflict with uh, things? Uh, that's what. Oh. Yeah, because I mean that's that's interesting. Mm. So we'll keep an eye on we'll that. Keep story. An eye on that scenario. Thank you, Godfrey. Thank you, Nathan. That's all we have time for. When we come back, is the business news.
This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Hey, Charlie, check this. Get it below. <laughs> the sound of this engine. Music to my ear. I know you. <laughs> now you check your engine oil. Uh, I always tell you at the church. I've told you I only use Total Quartz engine oils. With this age-resistant technology, it keeps your engine younger for longer. Sit down, let me tell you more. Total Quartz has introduced a new one, Seth. I remember. Quartz 9000 Future 0W20. Right? Thank you. It's made mainly for the latest generation engines. Quartz Future 0W20. It ensures excellent engine protection and cleanliness while reducing your fuel consumption. So it is save money. Yeah. The Quartz Nation movement too. Quartz. Mr. Money. Logos on. And Bobo. All 10 quads ambassadors now. You did there. What? Master, straight to the nearest total filling station. Oh. Total quads. Keep your engine younger for longer. Okay, touch this. Kid. Kid. See me, I no get a billion. But I get digital banking, them sugar. Fidelity Digital Banking. Every day, I use a Fidelity mobile app for like a million transactions so I can make it happen cashless from anywhere. Oh, Lord of mercy. Even while I'm producing in the studio, I can top up airtime with my number one girl, cool call my WhatsApp banking assistant, do some online banking, and so much more. Now, I live like I have 30 billion with Fidelity Digital Banking. So, so enjoyment. Eh, enjoyment. I don't quant, I'm a pay. Try Fidelity Digital Banking and make it happen because together we are more. Fidelity Bank. Believe with us. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. Black Jersey on the beat. Unleashing the Unleashing. It's a minute to seven. The city business news is brought to us by MTN. MTN gives you convenience and helps you top up with different platforms. You can use our mobile money or our my MTN app. You can also purchase credits from any vendor. At the recommended retail price and get a hundred percent bonus. Remember to demand the same value. Retailers who do not comply will be sanctioned accordingly. Simple and convenient. That's why we are good together everywhere you go. Speaking of convenience, Goyal has made convenience easier to get to. Our payment system is now compatible with GH Link, which is the national payment platform. This offers an additional payment option for fuel you buy at Goyal stations in addition to Go Card. This records automatically every fuel you buy on the Go Card, helping you track and manage your expenses. We have over 400 stations across Ghana. Go cashless, go Goyal. Goyal, good energy. Go, yeah, yeah, dear. And the news is brought to us by Stambic Bank. Stambic Bank, it can be. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city973. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. 
And with that, we welcome Vivian Kayaluko with the City Business News. Good morning. Good morning, Bernard. Let's start with the telecom industry because the Labour Division of the High Court has placed a tender injunction on the Telecom and IT Professionals Union from embarking on or continuing with its strike. This is notwithstanding that the union had already announced a suspension of its strike prior to the order from Justice Frank Roxen's court. In addition, the workers and the employers are to honour a meeting with the National Labour Commission slated for Thursday, the 18th day of March. 2021. Employer organizations of some of the workers, including MP Infrastructure Ghana Limited and Limfra Ghana Limited, went before the court, praying it to declare as illegal the 15th March industrial strike declared by the Telecom and IT Professionals Union. They were also asking the court to further declare that the workers engaged as essential staff were prohibited from embarking on the strike. Thursday's meeting with the Labour Commission is expected to resolve the impasse between the workers and the employers. However, the parties are noticed to return to court in 10 days after the expiration of the injunction. Now, the Finance Minister-designate Ken Ofrieta has justified the introduction of new taxes in the 2021 budget. Jose the caretaker Finance Minister, while delivering this year's budget statement, announced tax proposals on full. He also announced the introduction of other taxes, such as a COVID-19 health levy of 1% of VAT and a financial sector cleanup levy of 5% on profit before tax of banks. Now, though these soon-to-be-implemented taxes have not been received well by Ghanaians, the government believes these taxes will aid the country's recovery from the effect of the COVID-19 pandemic. Mr. Ferreira made these known in a virtual post-budget forum by PricewaterhouseCoopers. So if you look at uh, the taxes, we do have issues um, of sanitation and the Delta Fund uh, for energy and those have to be tackled. So the petroleum taxes are supposed to help contribute towards that. Then we have the 1% on VAT, which essentially is looking at making sure that we're able to pay for the vaccines and get our people working um, so we don't have lockdowns. And other things such as Agenda 111, so that our infrastructure for healthcare will be a lot more robust. Uh, The financial sector also uh, there's a tax there, which really, in a sense, is saying all of these associations that somehow have an impact on revenue collection, there has to be a collective responsibility on that. And uh, we have seen the robustness um, of the sector over the past four years or three years, and therefore uh, roping them in on their part as a shared burden philosophy in terms of the way forward. Ken Ofriata is Finance Minister-designate. Let's find out how the CD is performing this morning. Let's go to the Interbank Foreign Exchange Market, where banks trade among themselves. Over there, the dollar is selling at 5 CDs, 73 pesos, recording no price change. The British pound remained unchanged 
also selling at seven CDs, 96 pesos. The euro lost three pesos, is selling at six CDs, 81 pesos. Chinese yuan remained unchanged, still selling at 88 pesos. South African rand gained one peso, is selling at 39 pesos. Now, be guided that these figures will be much higher at a Forex Bureau near you. Now, the Ministry of Trade and Industry has stated that it is taking the necessary steps to help increase the stock of various made-in-Ghana goods on the shelves of supermarkets across the country. This follows a recent survey by international business advisory firm Confidence, which revealed that only 26% of goods sold in Ghanaian supermarkets are made in Ghana. These results were reached after the research firm surveyed nine of the leading supermarkets and two full stations here in Accra. We have more in this report. According to Confidence, the result is an improvement as compared to the 2019 survey when only 18% of goods surveyed were Ghanaian products. They have asked policymakers and key stakeholders to review the shelf presence of made-in-Ghana goods. Reacting to this, the PRO for the Ministry of Trade and Industry, Prince Boachi, stated that supermarkets could not be compelled to sell made-in-Ghana goods, but rather encouraged to do so, even as the ministry and other stakeholders were helping to improve the quality of local goods in order to appeal to supermarkets. Through the One District, One Factory uh, project, we are ensuring that every product that comes out of the 1D1F projects have been duly certified by the Ghana Standards Authority just to ensure that they are fit for purpose in terms of quality and standards. For which reason, some of these supermarkets you are talking of will be assured that these are quality products that they can stock in their supermarkets. You will agree with me that these supermarkets that you are talking about are privately owned. They are not government facilities. For which reason, in all honesty, nobody through whatever law can compel a private institution or a private entity to to stock made in Ghana products there. What we can do is to engage with them. What we can do is to continuously uh, have these interactions with them and to get them to appreciate the quality of made in Ghana goods and to get them to know that these our goods are fast moving. But how easy or difficult is it for local producers to get their products on the shelves of supermarkets? Here is Godwin Avenobo, the Director of Communications at Malcolm Group of Companies. The FDA must approve the product you want to sell at Malcolm. So we need authorization granted by the FDA by way of approval. If we don't have that, we can't afford to sell poison in Malcolm. Sorry, we won't do that. No matter how much you try, we will not cooperate. So documentation for us is very critical. The goods we sell here must be high-quality products. So we are not going to say that because it's made in Ghana, we accept just anything. Entry is difficult, but if you meet the requirements, it's very easy. Director of Communications at Melcom Group of Companies, Godwin Avenogbo, and in that report filed by Anita Kisi Miracle. Now, the Association of Oil Marketing Companies says the recent increase in fuel prices is not because of the announcement of the government's intention to introduce new petroleum taxes. The government had indicated plans to introduce two new taxes on fuel, which will increase the cost of fuel sold at the pump by some 30 pesos. Now, fuel is currently selling at five cities. 
rupees 45 pesos per liter at some fuel stations, an increase from an earlier price of 5 cities 3 pesos last week. This reflects the increase in fuel prices on the global market, which has shot up from about $48 a barrel in December last year to a current price hovering around $60. Now, speaking to City Business News, the president of the Association of Oil Marketing Companies said that newly mentioned taxes will only take effect after going through the due process of parliamentary approval. As you may know, I mean, prices of petroleum products are determined by the world market prices and also the rate of exchange between the, the Ghana city and the U.S. dollar. Uh, that is that is the first uh, that's the first component. Then you have taxes and levies adding on for you to establish the export price. Well, I think the the levy is is yet to kick in. Uh, um, it's been it's been presented to Parliament, uh, but all things being equal, if if uh, Parliament approves it and it receives executive uh, accent, then it means we have to incorporate it into our prices. And, and definitely, once you're adding on levies and taxes, the prices are set to go up. President of the Association of Oil Marketing Companies. Now, a little over 24 hours from now, that is on Thursday, March 18, City TV and the University of Professional Studies, Accra, will hold a detailed post-budget dialogue to answer some pertinent questions on the 2021 budget statement, which was presented last Friday. And the theme for the program is building consensus for effective implementation of national economic policies. Now, the speakers at the program will include Include Charles Edubahin, the President's representative at the Ministry of Finance, Sir Tekwe, a former Minister of Finance, and Alex Abarbeng, a tax policy analyst, General Manager of City FM and City TV, Bernard Avler, who will moderate the event, shared some of the key questions the forum will seek to answer. We're asking the revenue measures of government, which predominantly include taxes, how well structured are they and can people bear these taxes? six or so new taxes and how well does the expenditure reflect our priorities for example we know that we're spending 35 billion to pay interest on our debts another 30 billion we're spending on what we call salaries so about 65 billion on two line items we haven't spoken about infrastructure we haven't spoken about how the government machinery is going to work and also look at debt a lot of times we talk about debt sustainability and we look at debt to gdp ratio our argument is that debt is a more nuanced conversation. So that the panel is structured into three. The key issues are revenue, expenditure, debt. And I'm going to be moderating with the perspective of asking questions about where we have to be. Don't forget, this is the first budget in the second term. This is also the first post-COVID budget. So the government is in a difficult place. You are trying to balance a budget to come back from the hole, but also trying to reignite the economy. And this post-budget dialogue we are doing with the UPSA on Thursday is going to try and address this happening. 4 p.m. UPSA. You can join us via Zoom. You can also watch on Facebook or YouTube or tune into City TV at 4 o'clock on Thursday to be part of this. That's the general manager of City FM and City TV, Bernard Avler. Now, the UPSA City TV post-budget dialogue is a collaboration between the university and the TV station. Let's now join Gillian Hammer of Data Bank for more on the topic, why you need an emergency fund. As a fallout of the global pandemic continues to spread, the necessity of having an emergency fund has become even more important. Protecting yourself from unforeseen events is critical. No one could have seen COVID-19 coming. 
Financial experts would tell you that no matter your age or income, you need some level of emergency funds, which is money set aside to help you cover unexpected expenses. If you have an emergency fund, little disasters like a broken appliance or a car repair or even the loss of a job become a lot more manageable. So rather than taking on unnecessary loans or having to borrow from friends and family, your emergency fund will help solve the problem while keeping you financially on track. Ideally, your emergency fund should be able to cover at least three to six months of living expenses, such as housing, food, and transportation. It is recommended that your emergency fund offer both liquidity and stability so that your capital is preserved and can be easily accessed. A mutual fund such as M-Fund is one example of an investment that can help you prepare for the unexpected and keep your long-term financial goals on track. So stay safe, sanitize, and invest wisely. Julian Hammer of Databank. That's it for the breakfast edition of City Business News brought to you by MTN, Stambik Bank, Goyal, and also powered by citybusinessnews.com. Log on to that website to get more stories. The business news team returns at 1 o'clock with more business news updates. My name is Vivian Kai Loco. Have a good business day. Hey, bro, I feel your ride. It's so smooth. <laughs> you know, this vehicle runs on Gold Super XP Run 95, loaded with additives. Expensive, right? Not at all. Gold Super XP Run 95 is of higher grade, but sold at the same price as the regular fuel. Unbelievable. <laughs> it is designed to bend slowly, improves fuel economy, mm. keeps engines clean from carbon deficits, and gives less vibration. All that at the same price as regular fuel? Absolutely. Remember, there's also additivated diesel XP to make the offer complete. No driver needs to pay more for any higher grade fuel. Goyle, good energy. You've worked hard for your money, and that is why we are constantly creating more secure and innovative ways for you to keep your money safe everywhere you go. Experience a safer and more secure way to do all your transactions with MTN Mobile. Present your national ID, voter's ID, NHIS card, passport, driver's license, or your SNIT ID card. Whenever you visit any mobile agent's point, keep your transaction safe and secure everywhere you go because we are good together. Remember to present any of these valid national ID cards for all your mobile transactions at agent Point beginning from Friday, 2nd April 2021. Everywhere you go. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The quarter past seven. Yes, as Vivian said, tomorrow is a big day. The city UPSA post-budget dialogue. It's going to be exciting, very thought-provoking and revealing. And you can join us via Zoom. So if you can't be there for the event because of social distancing and the limited numbers 
You may join us on this. I'll announce the details shortly. But coming up next is kickoff with Benjamin Nketiah. Brought to you by Leshago. Leshago, in partnership with Echo Fridges and uh, Wellpool Lloyd and Carrier Vendors, have introduced environmentally friendly. ACs and fridges. These come at affordable prices with easy payment plans for you. Catch yours in use today while you pay up in installments of 12 months starting from 0% interest. Call us on 0302-208-333 or go to our website for more information. Terms and conditions apply. Lashego, let's improve lives. Segment is also brought to you by the best Sports book in Africa. We are now live in Ghana. I'm talking about Betika. Create your own winning combination with Betika's Fabo and Betty. And with only 50 pesos, you can win up to a thousand CDs daily in our Fala jackpot. Sign up for betika.com.gh and enjoy our fun virtuals and casino games. We're registered under the Gaming Commission of Ghana and it's not for persons below age 18. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Good morning to Benjamin Kojo Nketia. Good morning, Bernard. Let's get into the headlines and Ministry of Youth and Sports budget slashed down again for 2021 calendar year. Black Stars midfielder Mubarak Wakaso shuts down reports linking him to Asante Kotoko and the UEFA Champions League returns tonight with Bayern Munich and Chelsea in action. Let's get to the details and the Ministry of Youth and Sports will have 34 million Ghana cities to use for all its activities for the 2021 calendar year according to the 2021 budget statement from the Ministry of Finance and Economic Planning. For a breakdown of how all that money will be used, we turn to CTFM's Head of Research, Nathan Kwao. The full amount given to the Ministry of Youth and Sports for the year 2021 is about 34.4 million Ghana cities and that represents a drop of about 5.8 million if you compare that to what was given to the ministry in the year 2020. Now, that amount itself was a reduction from the 2019 amount, which was about 43.7 million CDs. So what makes up this year's budget? Well, there are a number of elements. Compensation of employees, goods and services, and capital expenditure, which is all the money that will be spent in building or buying and maintaining all of the ministry's fixed assets of the 34.4 million cities that the ministry will use more than half which is 19.25 million will go into the compensation of its employees and what is on the agenda of the youth and sports ministry in 2021 a number of things including the black stars' qualifying campaigns for the 2021 afcon and the 2022 world cup in qatar so you had Nathan Kwa, Head of Research at City TV and City FM. Let's move on to some other news. A newly appointed Minister of Youth and Sports, Mustafa Yusuf, wants preparations for the 2023 African Games to begin now as Ghana aims to be among the competition's top performance. Now, plans have been announced to build an Olympic standard multi-sports facility ahead of the Games and these plans have been endorsed by the President. The Minister believes performing what will require Ghana to begin the process of scouting unidentified talent early. What is even more crucial for us as a country is the 2023 African Games, 
which we are hosting. It is a national project, and I call it the Ghana Project, which all of us must be committed and to leave a lasting legacy as a host nation in terms of organization of the competition and the successful participation of our athletes. On the part of government, His Excellency the President of the Republic, Nana Adudankwe Kufuado, has firmly pledged government commitment towards ensuring organi successful organization of the African Games. A successful African Games in 2023 means our country athletes in the various sporting disciplines doing very well on our home soil. That is why preparation towards, this, preparation towards achieving that should start from now by going back to the grassroots to find more talent and prepare them for the tax ahead. The 2023 African Games offer our country a unique opportunity to revitalize all aspects of our sports. Minister of Youth and Sports, Mustafa Yusuf, speaking there. Let's move on to some Ghana Olympic Committee news. A newly elected treasurer for the Ghana Olympic Committee is Frederick Achampo. He says that his presence in the executive committee of the GOC will ensure that Ghana's under-20 team receive maximum attention. The black metals, of course, have not qualified for the Olympic Games since 2004. Now, Achampo, who is a GFA executive committee member and a former Ashanti Gold CEO, says it's time to give the Black Meteors all the support required to succeed. Yeah, we, we, we push it. With all the support I would have from the Ghana Football Association, most importantly, the ministry, uh, you know, understand. Then we, are, we apply our brains. I have a committee that I run the U23 with. We put our brains uh, together and I'm sure that we'll get something out of it. Do not forget that the All-Africa Games is just around the corner. We need to prepare a very solid team to try and win good for Ghana. So you have Frederick Achampo, newly elected treasurer for the Ghana Olympic Committee. Let's still stay with the Ghana Olympic Committee and General Secretary for the Ghana Athletics Association, Bawa Fuseni, has blamed Team Akpokavi's defeat at the GOC elections on extreme betrayal from their own candidates. Incumbent Ben Nunumensa beat Richard Akpokavi to the GOC presidency with all other candidates he fielded in the other positions, all winning a landslide victory. Now, Bawa Fuseni, who contested and lost the position of Deputy General Secretary, believes betrayal from team members is to blame for their defeat. The word surprise or disappointed is understatement because if you look at on our ballots, on our ballot papers, the people who were contesting, if they have voted for us, will not have gotten the number that we are getting. It's in people who were with us and they were not really supporting us. Even those who came for us to file for them, they were not actually for us. For me, that's a mark of extreme betrayal. I am a man. If I vote for you, I'll tell I vote for you. If I vote for you, I will not be jumping from here to here. But that uh, is a learning curve. So you had General Secretary of the uh, Ghana Athletics Association, Bawa Fuseni, speaking there. Let's get some Black Stars-related news in Ghana. Um, uh, midfielder Mubarak Wakaso has dismissed reports linking him with the move to Asante Kotoko. Now, Wakaso is 30 years, has been on the look for a new club following the collapse of his Chinese team, Jiangsu Suning, which was liquidated at the end of the Chinese Super League season. But after Ghana Soccernet published a story linking him with the move to Asante Kotoko, Wakaso responded on Twitter outrightly dismissing any chance 
of a move happening. Let's move on to the UEFA Champions League. Let's recap last night's action. Real Madrid, they won by three goals to one against Atalanta. Manchester City also won by two goals to nil against Borussia Mönchengladbach. Today, there are some big matches by Munich up against Lazio and then there's also Chelsea up against Atletico. When we get to the camp of Chelsea, they take on Atletico Madrid later tonight. Head coach of Chelsea is Thomas Tuchel. He has been sharing some insights on their opponents. For me, I expect more or less the same match like in Bucharest against Atletico. They have uh, Trippier, Jimenez and uh, Carrasco back. That, uh, changes, uh, that changes a little bit the structure, a little bit the style of attacking because it uh, gives them the freedom to, to attack with Carrasco and, and Trippier on the side and, and uh, have maybe Lemar, but for sure Lorente available on the half positions. So that changes a bit the, the approach to this game. Um, but in general, I expect more or less the same. Uh, a, a team which is hard to play against, a team that which is hard to find uh, spaces behind the lines and behind the last lines, and, and for sure super hard to create chances. Um, and it's the same uh, big, uh, big challenge for us, like like in the first leg. But we did an amazing match there, and uh, we want to repeat the same performance to be able to go through. We know how hard it is to beat uh, Atletico, but this is exactly our target. We had Chelsea boss Thomas Tuchel speaking there. Let's finish off with some basketball before we go. And the Utah Jazz, they picked up a win against the Boston Celtics. The Bulls uh, were up against the Thunder, winning 123-102. And then the Heat also managing to beat the Cavaliers. The 76ers managed to beat the New York Knicks by a single possession. And then uh, I had some games also from the Los Angeles Lakers there against the Timberwolves, 137-121. is how that game ended. Damian Lillard dropped 50 points against the Pelicans, 125 to 124. It's out that one ended. And that's how we end this morning's edition of Kickoff. My name is Benjamin Inketia. Kickoff was brought to us by Betika and Leshego. The small sports at citysportsonline.com. <laughs> Financial solutions. We deliver on our promise because we are number one. Let's go. We improve your life. Even when you're stuck with nothing, no matter your situation, let's go. We improve your life. Let's improve life.
Play with the champions and monetize your shouts with Betika because Betika means more Sika for you. Betika gives you more options to win on casino and virtuals every day. I mean every day. Final Fala with just 50 pesos, you can win 1,000 Ghana cities in our Fala Daily Jackpot. Enjoy 100% of your first deposit amount as bonus on betika.com.gh. Boosted odds, yazo, and you can create your own winning combinations with Fabom Betty. It doesn't get any better than this. Betika means more Sika, so Betinedisika. Play with the champions on betika.com.gh. This advert has been vetted and approved by the Gaming Commission of Ghana. Bet responsibly. Gaming can be addictive. Not for persons below 18 years. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. What would you do with 50 gigabytes free data? Would you binge watch TV all day? Would you download FIFA 21? How about downloading your entire coursework? Or you do all at the same time? See, Surfline has a way of giving you value like no one does. 50 gigabytes free data when you get yourself a Surfline device? Now that's a sledgehammer. Don't miss out on anything. Get yourself a Surfline device today from any Surfline shop and get 50 gigabytes free data to do all you ever wanted on Ghana's only true 4G LTE network. Surfline, it's about time. The month of March is the heritage month for 97.3 City FM and City a month to learn, to appreciate, to celebrate, and to tell the story of our beautiful and iconic country, Ghana. The Aquamus defeated the Gans in 1680, decapitated Okanque, decimated the kingdom, and scattered. Every weekday morning in the month of March, learn historical Ghanaian facts and about the rich Ghanaian heritage and tradition with the Heritage Month series on the biggest conversation on radio, the City Breakfast Show. The Heritage Month on Air series is proudly sponsored by Kiso. Key, a tradition of smiles, a future that's bright. Kiso, still among San Buam. And on City TV's Breakfast Day, we will keep you enthralled with compelling content on Ghanaian food, music, fashion, dance, captivating performances and traditions from all over Ghana. And how well do you know our beloved country, Ghana? Tune in to City TV throughout the day to learn some cultural tidbits from historian Kweku Daku Ankara. Ogunsu mm-hmm. is a general account name. Mm-hmm. It's Dev's character. Ogunsu Subai. So that is why the appellation is Ogunsu Eduam. You see, when an ascent is Eduam, it means something that belongs to him. So stay tuned to 97.3 CDF and City TV this March as we bring you everything Ghanaian through our exciting radio and TV programming. It will be a remarkable month as we celebrate Ghana in all its splendor and wonder in the heritage month of March, only on City FM and City TV. As an executive, every transaction needs to be swift and convenient. Kindly enter your PIN to authorize the transaction, sir. Here's your purchase, sir. Thank you. I travel light with Zenith Bank. It's faster. It's smarter. I appreciate the little things, 
Whether I'm topping up airtime, paying for pizza, or my DSTV subscription, I live life with Zenith Bank. It's faster, it's smarter. Whether you're buying, selling, on the move, or just going through life, Zenith Bank's vast array of digital banking products and services such as payment cards, POS terminals, the bank's mobile banking application, Z-Mobile, and many more help you carry out your transactions faster and smarter. Go light with Zenith Bank. It's faster. It's smarter. Zenith Bank, in your best interest. Have you heard of Eden Heights? A luxury gated residential development located in the heart of Accra West, just behind West Hills Mall? It's Accra's best kept secret. A master planned community of modern styled apartments and penthouses bearing the superior seal of grade A finishing. Eden Heights promises residents convenience, security, and comfort. For an all inclusive and self contained living experience, Eden Heights is your best choice. You are guaranteed a wide variety of social and recreational conveniences right at your doorstep, including open green spaces, soccer pitch, swimming pools, tennis court, fitness center, playgrounds, and entertainment facilities. Reserve your luxury apartment on our limited promotional offer with just 25,000 CDs. Call 050-1531444 for more information and to book a viewing. Terms and conditions apply. Eden Heights, welcome home. One expect huge wins from high odds and all the way with the fastest payout. Take more of our winning advantages from your deserving bets on all sports. Visit our website, onexbet.com.g. Use promo code 1XRADIO and get up to 200% bonus on your first deposit. One Xbet, bet for everything. Gambling can be addictive, bet responsibly, not for person under 18 years. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the Gaming Commission. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise.
Happy birthday to our soon-to-be-first medical doctor of the family, Paul Walanyo Baka. I pray for God to continue to bless you and make you realize all your dreams and aspirations. From your cousin Elvis Washington and all allied cousins, as well as your siblings, Selom, Jidefo, Senna and Selassie. Good morning, Bernard. Another year is here. God has added a year to my life. I just want to be grateful to God. This is coming into you, Frida Mensa. And Frida is with the Governor's Department, Bank of Ghana. The Governor's Department. Hey, we can't mess with you. So, Frida, happy birthday to you. God bless your new age and give you more reasons to smile. Lots of things to do on the show today. I'm going to do a, a quick rejoinder I got from the Coferidia uh, Government Hospital. Very, very good rejoinder I'm going to read out to put in better context yesterday's uh, program. So thank you for sending the rejoinder in. I think we, we got it later in the day. If I had it during the show and I would have read it, but I think it came in during the day. So thank you for sending it to me. I got it from uh, one of my doctor friends. Then a couple of concerns. Uh, I've been receiving. You know, there are some days you every day I get somebody. Ben, I will not have water. Ben, I will not have water. Mm-hmm. Usually, when I get those messages, I'll forward it to the Ghana Water people, mm-hmm. and then they'll say, oh, "Give me the number." Mm-hmm. So typically, when I send it, they'll, they'll take the person's number and then they'll check. So this is a local fault, or this is um, some issue. But I think the messages are getting too many. So I, I want to enter the water small. So yeah. So I, I'm just I'm I'm asking those of you who've been sending me the water <laughs> comments. And they are, in the app, most of these things come on my phone, so they get buried in the phone. Ah. So you can send me your water messages again <laughs> <laughs> this morning. Our WhatsApp number on city is zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six. Now, if you don't understand what I mean by a water message, it means you don't have a problem. So I'm, I'm, I don't want to lead you into something you are not, which is not a problem for you. Yeah. But those who are listening who know what I'm talking about, if you have a water problem, let me know. Yeah. Or if you've sent me a water message before, send it to zero five four nine nine eight. Six nine nine six. I want to use the power of aggregation to make a case this morning. If you have sent me a water message in the past month, a water message in the past month. Now, the messages on the City Breakfast Show are brought to you by Ecobank Ghana. And look, payment has changed. With Ecobank Pay, GHQR, there's no payment restrictions. So it's a contactless payment system, paying from anywhere, in-store or online, from any account, whether in the bank or from a mobile money wallet, you can do convenient payments. Make sure you have your Ecobank Pay GHQR system installed. Call 0302-213-999 or call us toll free 
Now listen to this. A simple activity like choosing to brush with pepsodent herbal toothpaste can go a long way to boost your oral health. This is why your favorite oral care brand, Pepsodent, is introducing the all-new Pepsodent herbal available in 140G pack. Pepsodent herbal with its amazing natural formula gives you and your family strong teeth, gums, and an all-round cavity protection. Yes, you heard right. The carefully selected natural ingredients like green tea herbal extract and other herbals are uniquely formulated to release inner heat, repair and protect gum tissues, and give all-round cooling sensation. So don't be left out. Choose the new Pepsodent herbal toothpaste for strong teeth and healthy gums. Charlie, we've done things. So I remember there was a time people started using charcoal things on their teeth. Oh, Charlie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Is it, good? Is it good? Yeah, it's good? It's good. Medically proven? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And baking soda. Traditionally yeah. proven. Charcoal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Charcoal and trapia. Yeah, but you, 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 businesses selling that charcoal. Yes. Eh? In, yes. they, did they put this in the paste? Yes, they're actual ch- charcoal toothpaste. Yes. Ah, okay, now. but this one is pepsodent. <laughs> so please, I was just saying. So I'm going to read the rejoinder shortly, and then I'm going to talk about the um, water issues I've been getting. But let's just go into something quickly before we do this. Let's talk about education. Now, since its inception, 100% of Ashesi University students have found jobs, started businesses, or gone on to graduate school within six months of graduation. Wherever they go, Ashesi graduates are noticed, and they're changing the world. From Accra to Johannesburg, London to Chicago, Shanghai to Madrid. Charlie, that sounds like some lyrics from a nice song, you know, from Accra to Joburg, London to Chicago. <laughs> Ashesi mm. University graduates are doing it big, all right? If you want a rewarding life and career, and Ashesi Education can help you do that. Go to ashesi.edu.gh and remember that admission is still ongoing. Mm. And if you're having a breakfast yet and you are hungry, you can make yourself a delicious bowl of Indomie and feel good. It's quick and easy to prepare for those on the go. Add some vegetables and eggs to make it spicy in your favorite way. If you're hurry and need to eat something delicious to start your day indomie is the choice indomie great taste and it's still women's month and access bank's award winning women empowerment initiative w is six years old this month of march six impactful years of inspiring connecting and empowering thousands of women across ghana access bank has raised the bar in women advancement through so many programs like the womenpreneur pitchathon mm. their business and personal loans that they give out the maternal health support scheme for ivf and other specialist treatments and so much more access bank w remains an industry first and it's fashion for women to keep us inspired and to achieve more each and every day there's no excuse and no limits to the heights that you can attain as a woman sign on to access banks w now visit www.zwcommunity.com or call toll free 0800-4400 access banks w inspiring connecting empowering Oh, 
All right, so uh, we got yesterday, I was so livid about a story I read in the graphic regarding the Koforidia government hospital, how 246 people had been detained and that because they couldn't pay about 281,000 CDs and I was like, this is completely wrong, made a lot of comments about it. So there's a rejoinder that has come in from the hospital to clarify some of the issues in relation to that number. So Kukui, will you be so kind to share the rejoinder with our listeners? Certainly. All right. So the headline for this is Eastern Regional Hospital, as a subject, Eastern Regional Hospital detains 246 patients for failure to settle medical bills. This is a rejoinder. Management of the Eastern Regional Hospital in Kufridia has cited a publication in the Tuesday, March 16, 2021 edition of the Daily Graphic newspaper on page 48, the back page, with the above-mentioned caption. The first paragraph of the publication reads, Quote, some 246 patients of the Eastern Regional Hospital in Kufridia who have been treated of their ailments and have recovered are being detained for their failure to settle their medical bills, totaling 281,092 Ghana CDs. And now they wish to respond as follows. The 246 patients quoted in the newspaper report was a cumulative figure of persons recorded in 2020 from January to December and discussed at the annual performance review meeting who could either not pay at all or pay or, or their bills after discharge. Okay. Two, such persons after discharge are made to write an undertaking after which they leave the hospital premises for their homes. Three, those who were identified as paupers or persons in the exempt category were enrolled onto the National Health Insurance Scheme by the medical social workers before they left the hospital. Mm. Four, eventually some of these clients honor their bills over time, but many of them are unable to do so. Okay. Okay. The issue of non-payment of bills came up during a press soiree mm -hmm. after the hospital's annual performance review on the 10th and 11th of March 2021. In a briefing to the press, the medical director, Dr. Akuto Ampao, indicated that the number of insurance card bearers patronizing the hospital declined from 84% in 2019 to 80.6% in 2020. This had a corresponding effect with more persons making out-of-pocket payments for healthcare. Some persons belonging to this category are vulnerable in that, at a point in time, they are unable to settle their bills. He therefore implored the general public to patronize the health insurance scheme since it was viable and, and it works and not wait until they are unwell until, uh, since they may not have the needed resources to make the necessary payments. We wish to state emphatically that the 246 persons are not being kept in the hospital for failure to pay their bills, and we do not even have the space to contain such numbers in addition to the patients on admission. We wish to reiterate that the NHIS works, and our cherished clients should continue to patronize their service. And it's signed, Dr. Foster Amponsamenu, who is the clinical director. Fantastic rejoinder coming in there. So to clarify two important parts of the story, and to be fair, those were the two parts that got me so angry. <laughs> because, you see, you know, yesterday I said something, present continuous tense. You know, the story said they are being detained. So now what the story ought to have said was that they were detained over the year. Do you get me? It, it's not the same thing. So that's the first point. Very important. Because, you know, at the point I asked, how are you keeping 246 people in a hospital in this period? Yeah. So it was very alarming. So that is not correct. So thank you for the clarification. We appreciate this. Now, the other one I find interesting is that they, they sort of take pains to say the NHIS is working. Yeah. Okay, what I, sh what, I, what I think they should have said was that the NHIS is working in our hospital. All right, because it's not, it doesn't lie in their mouth to say where else the NHIS is working. Just, um, and also pointing to the fact that the number of patients coming with NHIS has gone down 
and that's why there has an increase in those who cannot pay, which is an important point. I push the rest of NHIS. But I just wanted to say that we, we cannot say the NHIS is working. You know, I know that there's a lot of, yeah, different issues with NHIS, and people are like, Charlie, let's be honest with ourselves. Mm-hmm. The NHIS has issues, and I'm not blaming NHIS for all the problems, but we have to face the NHIS problems. So, yes, thank you for the rejoinder. I think it's very, very important you send the rejoinder. But let's ask ourselves. 246 patients over the year could not pay. Some pay, some are discovered to be indigent and they are made to go home. That's fair enough. But more people are having to pay out of pocket. So is the 246 only those who don't have NHIS or is it that some of the NHIS couldn't cover some of their conditions? That would be nice for us to explain if we had that information. I think that we still have a lot more to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Obviously, with the new information, I don't think it's as alarming as it sounded yesterday that the 246 people were being kept there. That would have been completely tragic. So thank you. Um, what's the name of the doctor again? Um, the one who issued the statement. The statement. Dr. Yeah, Dr. Ampotsamenu. Fantastic. Dr. Foster Ampotsamenu. He's the clinical director of the Eastern Regional Hospital. Thank you so much. I think this is really good. It helps to clarify the issues properly. So thank you for that information. Okay, now let me get into something else. Since uh, that has gone out of the way, actually, before before I do that, let me just read a quick additional birthday request that just came in to me. Uh, happy 40th to my dear husband Ebenezer Lano Tekpeti. May the Lord bless you with long life, good health, and may He grant you all your heart's desires. This birthday will mark the beginning of greater things in your life. From your wife Josephine and the children Ano and Dede. Happy birthday to you, Lano Tekpeti. From your wife. All right. Good morning. Please wish my lovely husband, Edwin Enim Afari of Snit Head Office, a happy birthday. Mm. God richly bless him and grant him more years. We love you. And this is from your wife, Lucy, and daughters, Abba and Araba. Okay. Oh, nice. Right. Okay. Bennett and team, please wish my wife, Clara Yanni of Inswam Government Hospital, a happy 30th birthday. All I want to tell you is that the love is deep. This is from husband. That's it. So, from husband to Clariani in Salam Government Hospital, he wants to tell you that the love is deep. That's his birthday message to you. Happy birthday. All right. Uh, so, I wanted to just take a quick, quick round of comments on the hospital issue before I move to water. Water. So, could we, yeah. so does this, is this okay? Should we let it go? No. Should, should we let it go? I don't think so. Uh, you know, after we, we raised this issue, you saw the, the number of people who wrote messages, who sent us messages saying that they've encountered so many problems, even with NHIS cards, with having to pay for services that are supposed to be covered by NHIS. And there was one message I received that was quite telling, and that's actually from a doctor who explained to me that on her ward, you know, she deals with children. And a lot of these children have ailments that are supposed to be covered by NHIS or medication that's supposed to be covered by NHIS. But the problem is the medication covered by NHIS is mm-hmm. inferior, right? And uh-huh. it's, it's, it's not as effective as the, the, the ones that you pay out of pocket for. So basically what ends up happening is, yes, you can go and buy the one covered by NHIS, 
but because it's inferior, you, you, you end up, you know, as a doctor, you want to give your patient the best, and especially a child. So they end up, parents still having to pay a lot mm. out of pocket, you know, and that's, that's just one So there are general the issues beyond what happened to the hospital. Issues. So it may not, it's not fair to use this hospital's case to make a whole blanket about the NHIS. I think so. And, and again, it's not their responsibility good. to also speak for the NHIS. Do you understand? I like so that. maybe Dr. <laughs> Danny Selby and her team, good morning, <laughs> if they're listening, can clarify some things for us. We've seen what's on your site uh, with regard to what is covered by the NHIS on paper, but I think <laughs> some people you, need some reassurance. You, yesterday, yeah. you, were, you were very angry. You mm-hmm. were literally shaking when you were talking because... I know you've done a lot of work on this hospital thing. So anytime I bring health issues, you get upset. Okay. The hospital has sent a very well-written rejoinder. The 246 were not being kept there. That is true. Mm-hmm. We got that wrong. Of course, the journalist got that wrong, but it doesn't matter. We removed that. But should we just move on? No. We shouldn't move on? No. We should stay there? We, we cannot move on. Ah, okay. We, we, we cannot move on. Now, um, quick one. Let's look at how our health system is right the health system has um policy people uh-huh. which is the ministry yes and then we have the people who execute like the nhi health, health, service. health service and those people and then we have other institutions mm-hmm. nhi and then we have health service providers mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and then we've got the staff within the system yes and then us mm-hmm. so we can work with these groups, right? Mm-hmm. Now, per the policy, mm. every Ghanaian, per our constitution, has a right to good and affordable health. Yes. Based on how we put... So you have a, the right to good health, mm-hmm. guaranteed by the constitution, mm-hmm. and the NHIA, that act also should guarantee you affordable health. Yes. Not so. Yes, please. Now, if within the year... Mm. People go to the hospital, and I'm sure that in Ghana at least, 70% of our population will have a problem or one or two problems that will require them to go to the hospital, chem- chemical shop or a pharmacy shop, some way, somehow. Mm-hmm. If we've put in place a national health insurance scheme, mm-hmm. we should guarantee that when you go to the hospital, the basic, and, and we've listed those basic things, the basic health care, primary health care, you get it. And there are instances where people go to facilities, either they get it or they have to pay for it, or they are not giving the, 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 the care because the facility will not do it. Then there's a problem. Mm. Then there's a problem. And but what about the fact that they said only 80% of those who come to the hospital come with a card? So in fact, that number has come down from 84%. So that um 20 percent of the people come without cards there's a good case to be made to encourage people to enroll onto the national health insurance scheme mm-hmm. when the scheme started mm-hmm. we hit the first one million subscribers we went on and on and on to hit about 10 million subscribers mm-hmm. i've not looked at the latest data yes. right but i'm sure we've crossed 15 16 million subscribers okay. the scheme also launched their star 929 hash the digital system for people to register renew they've linked it to the ghana card okay, could you let, let, let me let me talk dr akutompao shortly okay. dr akutompao is the um um he's the head of the hospital yeah join us thank you doc for joining us good morning good to have you so i'm sure yesterday <laughs> you got a lot of calls after the graphic story and our, our program i've read your rejoinder on air 
and I, I think it's fair. My, my only question was, does it make a difference that 246 people were detained throughout the year but had been made to go home and that they were not being kept whilst we were talking? How, how significant is that difference? Because I noticed that was the thrust of the, the first uh, the rejoinder. Yes, absolutely, Bernard. Um, if you look at the situation, it creates the impression that all 246 patients were currently being held by the hospital. And for that matter, it looks that the hospital has the best capacity of 426 beds, then exactly more than half has been taken, which um, gives the impression that service provision would also be compromised. And that is exactly what we're trying to do by allowing these people who cannot pay up funds for their services to have some form of undertaking with the hospital that, um, yes, we are not insured with any form of insurance. We owe these amounts of money of which we have made some past payments or we cannot even make any past payments. So for that matter, and we agree that uh, we'll come back to pay for those services rendered. And in doing that, it allows the people to almost leave the hospital as quickly as possible, which then allows us to have back our pay. In that case, we notice that people will even stay in the hospital for many days. In some cases, some of them uh, are actually people of straw who cannot even pay. But then because we stand as a public service uh, provider, we need to attend to people's health first before we even demand money. In some instances, Bernard, uh, we have people who have actually been involved in maybe RTA, road traffic accidents, or were found at places within the city or town, and they were brought to us. Some of those people actually have like memory loss. So to even know where they are coming from, who they are and everything becomes a problem for the hospital. Okay. So just a quick one, Doc. How are you able to determine who is indigent and who is not? Because you already said that when the person is determined to be indigent, they are made to go. But then when the person is determined to be a person who can pay, they are made to sign an undertaking and then they are released. So how do you do that differentiation? Very well. So we have a medical social work unit, which is fully equipped for that purpose. These are trained social workers who can dig into the background of cases to determine that for us. And it is based on their recommendations that management takes an action. And then, as truthfully, sometimes uh, their work can take days and sometimes even weeks. And in all that, we needed to maintain that until a report comes from them, uh, we are not going to take any action. Unless we are accused of waiving uh, money for people who are friends and family. So it's a stringent measure that takes place. So these medical social workers are the ones who determine who can pay and who cannot pay based on contact relatives where they didn't go to the extent of their home to go and see where to be and write a very comprehensive report. So it is on the report that management takes action and then wait of some of this. Um, Absolutely, 
really, I mean, we don't even have that power, but then we, we file all those things so that when all these things come, we can prevent them from him. To say that, uh, to that extent, uh, common sense is... Mm. Okay, finally, so I, I noticed the statement... Sorry, I noticed the statement took pains to state that the NHIS is working. And this was both at the beginning and at the end. I, f- I find that, that interesting. So you're saying that you, your hospital has no challenge with the card and payments and um, all of those things. The problem is just people not having the card, as far as you are concerned. No, 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 no. no. But I think to say that that is just what it is would also be untruthful. Uh-huh. Exactly what it is with NHIS is what pertains in the whole of the country and in every hospital. So we are also part of that. To the extent that, I mean, uh, people have NHIS, but sometimes they need to do some investigations which are supposed to be covered. But because of the nature of the situation, some of those ones are out short. And so they may end up to be saying, in addition to what it is. But essentially, Bernard, what it is is that anybody who has some form of insurance can be assured that even if you need to make some payment for things that are uh, incidental and partly related, at least you are covered by the bigger box cost of treatment. And that is why we were encouraging people to have any type so, for example, if these people probably had any tires, even if they had some additional bills, we are sure that those ones are not something for us to worry. At least some part of the money has been recouped rather than asking that they go away with all the money involved. And that is our position. And truly, I must say that at the Eastern Regional Hospital, the NHI has worked very well for us. Thank you for your time, Dr. Kotoampao. He's the head of the Eastern Regional Hospital, Kofrudia. Thank you so much for clarifications. Two minutes past eight. Video breakfast show. Let's get straight into the tech and social media trend segment. Brought to us by... The Vodafone Cash. All charges have been dropped. When you send money to any network, any amount, as many times as you want, you will pay nothing if you use Vodafone Cash. So go ahead and make payments. Show some love. Send us some Vodafone Cash. Dial star 110 hash to send cash for free. Tech and Social Media Trends is also brought to you by Standard Chartered Bank. And it's still the Stand Chart season of surprises. Download the SC Mobile app, open an account, and make a deposit of 200 Ghana CDs or more. And you could win a shopping spree for free at ShopRite. You could get your tank filled. Or you could even win the ultimate prize, a Citroen C5 Aircross Sedan. Terms and conditions apply, but just deposit 200 Ghana CDs and win some prizes. Standard Chartered, here for good. Delali Adoklabesa is joining us with the segment. Good morning, Delali. Good morning, Bernard. So, in the trends over the past, I mean, today and indeed yesterday, we've had a lot of discussion on the issue of taxes. It, yeah. it seems like yesterday yeah. the, the, the matter escalated and there was even a hashtag, Speak Up Ghana, where you had, which was largely non-partisan, where you had a lot of youth basically expressing their discontent with the way things are going, mm. the issue of taxes, the lack of accountability. Mm. And and all that and for example we had comedian worries tweeting we are not angry enough and mm. we are basically calling on mostly the youth to 
really really show their their really show the government what they are really feeling because show them pepper <laughs> show them pepper and <laughs> and then the the if we finally shared this old quote from Kwame Nkrumah, which says, Ghanaians are not timid people, as has been suggested. We know that uh, quote. Yeah. And it says we may be slow to anger, but when we strike and we organize, mm. <laughs> things will really happen. So that mm. has been in the trends. And I mean, there's been a lot of overlap because mm-hmm. we had Mahama coming up because people are questioning if we are being too soft on the Kufuado government because they are recalling that back then when the issues of doom and corruption were there, we were really hard-hitting, yeah. and then there are questions of accountability, especially with the tax matter, because on Facebook, for example, we had Eric Bukwe asking if we are, the government is basically robbing Peter to pay Paul, and we had Michael Ugold asking whether we are really, we really know what happened with the the monies that were, that were accrued by the, mm. for example, at the airport because of the COVID-19 testing, or even the COVID-19 trust fund mm-hmm. because I think a lot of the people were upset with the interview of yeah. Kumar Granted. That really sparked a lot of... So basically saying we, you are paying for what we gave you for free. Yes, because he came out and said that and we have to really shore mm. up the fund because of the free water and stuff and mm. they're asking why did he tell us it was free mm-hmm. if he knew you were going to come back and see we have yeah. to yeah, reimburse you guys. And they're asking what's happening to all the donor money, the money from who the money from the airport from the testing all that so yeah i mean that that's a lot of discontent over that issue and mm-hmm. all that and also we had doom so because of doom the reports so? because of the reports of a timetable on the yeah. statement i've seen it's dated march 18th so i don't know if it was leaked or something mm. but people are saying it's a doom so timetable there's a bit of misinformation there because it's uh they are going to have some scheduled maintenance and they've just given them the Schedule for the areas that will be going off, but then people are running around saying back it's with the doom a doomsday timetable for people in the Volta yeah. region, even though it's a few areas around. <laughs> it's so actually Volta and Oti. And Oti, yes, and they are saying there's a doomsday timetable. Mm. And even though a couple of weeks ago they were asking for the timetable, now that it's come, they are like, so are you saying doomsday is back? Yeah, you know, Ghanaians are just funny. It's <laughs> yeah, like, just give us a doomsday timetable. Now they give you a timetable for schedule out. They say, no, you are doing doomsday. <laughs> But it's not too clear on the, on that particular schedule because yeah. of the date of the statement. Today is Wednesday, but it's dated Thursday, 18 March. So we'll see mm-hmm. if ECG will come out and officially release it or mm-hmm. something along those lines. Okay. And, I mean, there was... We had the AstraZeneca issues popping up again because the FDA came out to say there were no reports of black clots like we've been hearing in Europe. Yes. And people are even asking if the FDA is even doing proper monitoring. Uh-huh. And that's what they want. They actually want... They are not looking for whether there are numbers of this X number of adverse effects, they say, what are your... We have, for example, Francis family saying, what is your monitoring status? What are your mechanisms and all that? That's what he's more concerned about mm-hmm. and all that. And the Bagman story, Parliament, and, yeah. and the issues with the capping of the affront, that also generated a lot of discussion on Facebook, and mm-hmm. people happy with Bagman saying he's really our hope because of <laughs> he's putting his foot down. And there's also some cynicism. We have Henry Deborah saying he's only fighting for parliamentarians. That's all. So they should, they shouldn't get to. Oh Lord, so there's a lot of stuff in the trends. Alotte Jacobs still popped up, and so so a lot of people are engaging politically these days. I mean, especially today, especially on Facebook, the mm. Oporin Kumar story. I think he triggered a lot of people. So when people he speaks, anger. I don't know if it was Chairman Sabusun saying that people would have really jumped on uh, it because he he, he went to say that people really jumped on it and were mm. very upset and okay. Yeah. And then one tech updates, I mean, because of online, the online space can be very predatory for young people. So Instagram is, is rolling out some safety measures designed to protect teens mm-hmm. because people are concerned about what they are 
young children are doing online. And even though there's a there's a limit age limit of 13, people may lie about their age and all that. So they are saying that only pri- only teenagers they would have private accounts now, basically, mm-hmm. where they have to approve people who message them. Exactly. Because I think TikTok rolled that out earlier in the year, where automatically for people under 16, your account is private. So you have to mm-hmm. approve those who follow you mm-hmm. and message you. So they are trying to cut down on their interactions with people who have, may have ill intent towards them because there's mm. a lot of grooming that goes on online and all that. Too. Okay. Thank you for that. That was taking social media trends and Lali Adogla Besa. Madam Doctor, my stomach, I have been running throughout the week. One week? Doctor, this one put here is normal. I just shoot this head and drink this abibidro. As for these pills, my grandfather gave me. It works by heart, but I don't know why. It doesn't work again. What? Mr. Berber said. You mean you have been suffering at home for one whole week without coming to the hospital? Madam Doctor, it's not my fault, too. Do not self-medicate. Seek early treatment for all your health issues. Watch Vodafone Healthline to learn about issues pertaining to your health and wellness. Showing on TV3, UTV, Adum TV, GH1, Joy Prime, Family TV, DGN, SBN, and WhatsApp TV. Ready? Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. As we continue to fight COVID-19 together, EcoBank offers you several ways to stay home, stay safe, and take control of your finances. Use EcoBank Mobile whenever, wherever, with or without an EcoBank account to send money through SMS and email. Also buy airtime, pay bills, and much more from the comfort of your home. For high-value transactions, use our internet banking services. EcoBank QR code enables you to make cashless digital payments when paying for goods and services. Download the EcoBank mobile today from the Google Play Store, App Store, or from our Facebook page. Additionally, dial the short code star 770 hash from any phone and start transacting. EcoBank cares. Remember to observe social distancing, wash your hands frequently, and don't touch your face. For further assistance, kindly call EcoBank Contact Center on 0800-003225 anytime, any day, toll free, or on 0302 213-999. Stay home, stay safe. Echo Bank, the Pan-African Bank. Solar Tech, the power to protect. Yes, Solar Tech, your tried and trusted brand, is your total solution to all power problems. Whether low voltage, high voltage, power surges, spikes, brownouts, or what have you. SolarTech fully protects your valuable equipment. No matter your appliance, we have the perfect SolarTech for you. Choose from my tried and trusted range, such as fridge guard, TV guard, high volt guard, multi guard, AVS 13, AVS 30, AC guard, SolarTech TV stub, SolarTech fridge stub, UPS, and SolarTech voltage stabilizer. Beware of counterfeit SolarTech products. Get your genuine SolarTech products today at our Abelinpe office and all our authorized dealers across the country. Contact us at number 10 Yiwa Street, Ablinkpe, or call 0302-761450 or 0302-775106. Solar Tech, the power to protect. 
Helping clients achieve financial peace of mind has been at the heart of what we do at Axis Pension Trust. Our unwavering commitment to helping clients succeed has produced many industry firsts. Axis is the first pensions provider in Ghana to offer free embedded life insurance cover to its pension schemes. Be a 360-degree digitally aligned business with service platforms on mobile app, WhatsApp, web portal, and on USSD. And provide different investment mixes for different age groups within the same pension scheme. Visit AxisPension.com or call 030-273-8555. Axis Pension Trust, your reliable partner in pensions. Axis is licensed and regulated by the National Pension Regulatory Authority. Emmanuel Cleaning Service. How may I help you? How would you clean your own bag if you won a trip for two to Dubai with Camel Antiseptic? Very neat, madam. I'm bringing you my black traveling bag. Chanu needs. Now one blue kakara. Now medical chat selfie with airport. Nice. <laughs> Get your passport and luggage ready for the third edition of the Camel Antiseptic Buy and Fly to Dubai promo. Get any variant of Camel Antiseptic Liquid, Scratch It Spanel, and text code to 1393 on all networks. Win a trip or two to Dubai every week. You can also win instant prizes like airtime, hampers, and many more. Camel Buy and Fly free. All COVID-19 safety protocols will be observed. TNCs apply. Camel clean cares and protects for healthy skin. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. That first whistle is more than just the start of a football match. It's the start of friendships. It's you screaming your lungs out. It's the joy of your team's equalizer. The exhilaration of scoring the winning goal. It's a sigh of relief after hearing the final whistle. It's celebrating your team being crowned champions. That first whistle is just the start of something priceless where you don't just watch it. You live it. Mastercard, official sponsor of UEFA Champions League. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Quarter past eight on the City Breakfast Show. We started off by reading the regional from the Eastern Regional Hospital. Spoke to Dr. Akutom Powell, who's the head of the hospital, clarifying the point. Could you have some interesting things to add to this issue? I'll come to him shortly. But if you are home, say thank you to Gassem. Because home is where the family meets, a place for restful retreats where you know you'll be heard. If you feel safe within your walls, it's because you've built a strong and durable home with Gassem. Every bag of Gassem you buy goes along with to make your building last for a lifetime. And not just that, you can also contribute to helping communities with schools, hospitals, employment, and more. We are committed to developing over 6,000 communities in Ghana. Never compromise on quality. Choose Gassem. Gassem, the nation builder. 
and you can browse for free on Surfline, convince your friends to join our network and say goodbye to ever buying data for a period. Your key for free internet browsing starts by dialing star 718 star 77 hash. Just select option 5 and you're good to go. The future is bright. The future is Surfline. So, where do you see yourself in a year or two? Where do you see your family? Well, we don't know directly what to say, but trust me, Star Life Assurance can help you secure your future. Life can be tough. Something can come out of the blue and put everything on its head or turn everything on its head. So, Star Life Assurance, the truly trusted life insurance company in Ghana, has well-designed policies to help you bridge the gap when the unfortunate occurs. Don't let life tragedies get in your way or in your family's way. Get a life insurance policy from Star Life. Call us on 0302-739-600. Star Life is your solid partner for life. And Absa Bank Ghana is advising its customers and the general public to ignore a fraudulent video advert on some TV and social media channels, deceiving the public to transfer money to some mobile numbers and have it doubled. Kindly note that Absa Bank Ghana is not associated with this. Customers and the public are advised not to have any dealings with the said scheme. Please contact the Absa Service Center on 0302-429-150. You can also chat with, uh, with them via the Absa Bot on 0501-644-644 for any information concerning Absa's products and services. All right, so let's go back and wrap up this issue. So yesterday we saw a story, very angry. How do you keep 246 people in the hospital? The hospital says, look, we, can't, we don't have enough space. There are 400 facility hospital. We release them a few days after. So this is the cumulative figure. Number two, the health insurance is working, but people are not coming with the card. They used to be 84%, now 80%. Let's get people to get the card. That's true. But somehow, guys are like, you know what? No, this is not... What the, what the reporter reported, this happens in many, many hospitals where people are not allowed to go home. And we at this station have gone to pay money for people to go home. Pregnant women in particular, sometimes kids are detained because they can't pay. So this is a bigger issue than the Kofiri Hospital. So we thank you for the rejoinder. But Kojo says, well, there's a bigger issue there. And there's also the NHIS itself, which needs to admit that there are issues. Let me read something. When I finish, ask me the person who wrote it. Okay. The growth of claims expenditures at has outpaced the growth of national health insurance scheme revenue since 2009, causing a sizable deficit. Claims expenditures rose from 7.6 million Ghana cities in 2005 to 1.1 billion Ghana cities in 2014. Mm. In 2008, the NHIS had a surplus of 492 million, but in 2019, it began running a deficit each year. Mm. By 2014, this deficit had widened to 300 million Ghana cities. The deficit disrupts NHIS operations, including its reimbursement schedule, and the situation gets worse when NHI levy contributions are not released on time. Several factors have contributed to the increase in claims expenditures over time. Total claims expenditures are determined by insurance coverage, service utilization, and average cost. The NHIS has been drawing down on its investment fund to finance its deficits. The NHIS investment fund has been declining since 2009 when the system began running a regular annual deficit. 
the investment fund fell from 447 million Ghana cities in 2009 to 100.3 million Ghana cities in 2014. And Bernard, this, you know the person who wrote this. Hold on. When was this written? That's important. This was written in 2017. So they are running a deficit, meaning what? They're, so they're, 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 the amount of money, that their demand on the scheme for payments outstrips the inflows. Yes. In the recent budget read, we're told that about 13 million people have subscribed to the scheme. Mm. 13 out of the about 32 million Ghanaians. Okay. And the whole scheme is a financial arrangement mm-hmm. to ensure there's affordable health care. Mm-hmm. So that if you're a subscriber and you are in good standing, mm-hmm. you've renewed your membership, when you go, the list that Kokui read yesterday, you should be covered. And no hospital should have a situation where they will say, we won't take care of you. Mm. There should not be a situation where you won't get medication covered under the scheme. Okay. There should not be a situation where services under the scheme you won't get. All right. If you read the list of benefits, in some instances when you're on admission, you even have to be fed. Mm. All those things are covered by the You MFI. may have to go back to the list. For me, yes, we, and, we then, and I wanted you to repeat some of the things you read. I just want to process it again. So, because you kept using 2009, sometime you said 2014. Yes. So I just want to be sure this is relevant to today. It's it's it's, it's very relevant. So read today. it again. Read that that paragraph again. Okay. Those paragraphs. Yes. Yes. I'll I'll, I'll read it again. Mm. Let me just go through. Now, and 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 this for people who want to know why I'm reading this. This was written by people who are managing the scheme now, who have managed the scheme before, and who have played a key role in the scheme, <laughs> highlighting the problems with the scheme. Okay. Which is why I asked when the date is. National Health Insurance Scheme, Improving mm-hmm. Financial Sustainability Based on Expenditure Review, a World Bank study. And this study was done by Huhui Wang. Huh? Huhui Wang. <laughs> Her <laughs> name is spelled H-U-I-H-U-I-W-A-N-G. Huhui Wang. Yes. Huhui Wang. Nathaniel Otu. Former CEO. And Livia Janselby. Current CEO. All right. And so published in 2017. So which the place you're reading, what page is this? Um, is this executive summary or this? It's, no, it's, 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 it's chapter 4. Chapter 4. What's NHIS exactly? claims expenditure review. So read, read, read that part again for of me. the document. I want to process this mentally. It says the growth of claims expenditures mm-hmm. has outpaced the growth of national health insurance scheme revenue since 2009. Mm causing a sizable deficit. Mm-hmm. Claims expenditures rose from 7.6 million Ghana cities in 2005 to 1.1 billion Ghana cities in 2014. Wow. And between 2005 and 2014, I'm sure we had crossed the 10 million subscribers, so there was yeah. a lot of demand. <clears throat> yeah. In 2008, the NHIS had a surplus of 492 million Ghana cities. But in 2009, it began running a deficit each year. By 2014, this deficit had widened to 300 million Ghana cities. Mm. The, deficit, the deficit disrupts NHIS operations, including its reimbursement schedule. Mm-hmm. And the situation gets worse when NHI levy contributions are not released on time. Mm. The NHIS has been drawing down its investment fund to finance its deficit. Mm. The NHIS investment fund has been declining since 2009 when the system began running a regular annual deficit. The investment fund fell from 447 million Ghana cities in 2009 to 100.3 million Ghana cities in 2014. We actually need updated figures for this. Yes. 
but this is the um, what is the 2017 report this is a 2017 report and it's focusing on the years before yes and it's talking about financial sustainability so the the, the reason why i'm saying we cannot drop this issue is that mm. now we have 13 million members on the nhis one three yes we have 13 million members mm -hmm. number one number two if you do an environmental scan of ghana mm -hmm. because there are a lot more pressures in the system mm -hmm. people are also getting more sick or expected to get more sick so oh, there'll yeah. be a lot more pressure on the Hospital system. Hospital visits have gone up. Now, that. now yeah. if the National Health Insurance Authority has been running a deficit and they've been drawing down on their investment fund. This is as of 2014. They, they published this in 2017. So you're so sure it still pertains? It, it still pertains. Drawing down investment yes. fund and also running a deficit. Yes. Why do you think there were a lot of instances where providers said they were withdrawing their services because they were not being paid on time. And this thing I read says that because of the deficit, there were disruptions in reimbursement schedules for service providers. Now, it's a money matter in the financial system, which is supposed to ensure access to affordable health care. Hold on. So the, the other, what would have made this interesting was if the service providers would also come out and say, over the past X number of months, Payment has delayed, or the promptness with which we are, our monies are released has stalled, and therefore it's making our ability to accept the cards harder. Because don't forget, we always come to this from the point of view of the consumer and the end user. And yesterday, the reason I talked about NHS was that how do you have an NHS as functioning and 436 people are being detained in the hospital? Just tell me. And then, of course, the explanation came. Did they have the card? Are they being covered? Which are all legitimate questions. Now we are told we are not being tested. So my point is, in addition to the macro state of the health insurance scheme, does the fact that claims expenditure is outstripping revenue translate into some delay in reimbursement of facilities okay. or service providers? Then we can make that argument. Now, Good so question. I'm coming. So if you monitor the media landscape, do you see? that type of thing going on and I'm minded of the political nature of these things that once people start saying pay us, pay us, pay us, no, it plays into politics. So some, some of the people may be uh, sort of a bit, which is why even the statement the hospital issued, I found very interesting the way they sort of couched it. Mm -hmm. The NHS is working. I was like, is it your place to say the NHS is working? Are you, who are you? You're talking about NHS working in your hospital, not for the whole country. So we, we know that. So I think we need to also find out from the service providers what is really going on with payments because that then gives you stronger evidence because NHS could say you know what yes our numbers may not be that good but we've used some slate of hand or some financial uh, innovation to make sure people get paid on time and therefore the system is working because at the end of the day it's about whether people get treatment or not okay so the macro issue of the of course you're right the way the finances are inevitably determines whether they can pay but I'm just saying that that story is really incomplete for me. Now let's let's get to that story. On the story of payment of service providers, mm. if you permit me, I'll say the politics of payments to service providers. <laughs> okay, because over the years, the politics of payments. Yes, of service it, it's, it's been one of the things that the political parties have milked yeah, over the years, and 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 that's where my problem comes. Mm -hmm. Now, if you just do a simple Google search of C H A G, Chag. What's it? Chag. Christian the Health, Christian Health Association of Ghana. Chag N H I S. You see stories. Uh, Chag in bed with um, um, 
hospitals collapsing due to NHIS indebtedness. These are old stories from 2014, right? April 2020. April 2020. NHIA pays part of IRS of service providers. Okay. Right. Um, February 2020. NHIA's 800 million Ghana CD indebtedness to charge compromising rural healthcare delivery. What date is this? This is February 2020. 800 million. Yes. Indebtedness. The reason, the reason why I'm saying the politics of the payments is that over the years we've all known that NHIA used to be indebted to these service providers. Sometimes you go like six months without payments being made because they are not getting enough money. We instituted the NHIA levy or is it NHIA levy, National Health Insurance levy, right, which gets us over a billion a year, right? okay, and, and so many issues. But so you're saying there are hints there are that this is there's an issue running a deficit, which mm. always requires a government to go and find some money somewhere to, to do something, and, and then we play politics. But the system itself doesn't have the strong fundamental to deliver that universal, affordable health that we need, which we should work on. All right, uh, let's talk about DocuTech in celebration of our Heritage Month. DocuTech Ghana, the official and sole distributor of Xerox printing press products in Ghana is offering a 10% discount with a 12-month payment plan. Be part of the first three callers after this announcement to qualify for this tremendous offer. We are talking about more clear printing. Saving cost on your photo studio print quality. Call DocuTech on 026-714-0200. That's 026-714-0200. Or go to DocuTechGH.com or connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn at DocuTechGH. DocuTech! Well, official so distributor of Xerox printing press products in Ghana. And they say there's always room at the top. That's why Shell has introduced their new advanced fuels with Dynaflex technology. Now, this gives your engine efficiency. You can't do without this, right? Dynaflex technology was developed by Shell's fuel scientists as a result of several years of research and development. So, go to your nearest Shell station today and enjoy the benefits of advanced fuels with Dynaflex technology. New Shell fuels designed for engine efficiency. We're getting lots of comments on the hospital issue. We'll come to them shortly. Let's do your money briefly. Car Bank is proud to be associated with a segment. Use your Car Bank app to send money to friends and loved ones to shop and pay for goods and services from our eShop. Get them delivered to you to pay bills, buy airtime or data bundles, change your card limits and do other things. Download the Car app from any Play Store or the App Store and stay on top of your money anytime and anywhere. Car Bank forward together. Time for the tips, Yuki. Yes, indeed. All right, we've got two weeks left in March. It's Women's Month. Half the month is gone. Maybe for the next half of the month, just challenge yourself to see how much money you can save in the two weeks left in March. Okay, so I think for women out there, just challenge mm. yourself. For the rest of Women's Month, the half of the month that's left, see how much money you can save in those two weeks. Okay? All right. Let's give yourself a challenge. And okay. then for our little heritage moment... The what was the largest no denomination of the old Ghana city before we switched to the currency we're currently using? What was the largest 20,000 or something. Yeah, it was a 20,000 notes. Very well done. <laughs> we had 20, a 20,000 did you know? Yeah, yeah, you forgot to know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you Kokwe, that was your money. Master, make what make you go. You need to go to the bank first before we go and pay for the things. Time no day like that too. Relax. 
everything there in my hand in Master, we need to get a cash. Forget the cash. See, transfer. Pack payment. Pack. I didn't use the cow bank app. No stress. That's slow for me. I still forgo my bank. I don't have accounts for cow bank. See, forget the cash. Even without an account at cow bank, you can download the app, sign up, and connect your mobile money wallet or debit card. And pack. You can make your payments too. Hey, pack. I just signed up. Enjoy the convenience, safety, and freedom of the cow bank app. Whether you have an account with cow bank or not, all options are open to you, including scan to pay. Download the cow bank app now. Forget the cash. Feel like I for just open accounts for car bank on the app. No. Pa- Cowbank forward together. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. lot of interest in the health story so we're going to get a few quick comments on it before we jump into yes. the water situation um yes uh, bill vincent from damine mm. says brother and team please don't worry about the rejoinder someone's job has been threatened and they must come and clear the air else transfer go happen oh, no. all right another one says the, the rejoinder sent to you is okay, says it's not wholly true it says we have to find out for ourselves. So okay. I think that maybe the person should clarify what which aspects are not well. The situation okay. on the anyway. Akwesi Inla says NHIS works well for inpatients on admission. Mm. It takes care of their bills. It's the drugs and labs that are not covered. Okay, most of these and uh, drugs and labs are not covered. Okay. Uh, hello team, we don't take the NHIS card to the hospital because we know it will be useless. Oh. We end up paying cash for every service rendered. Yeah. All you keep hearing is the card doesn't cover this or that. Okay? Somebody says, hello Bernard, in instances where 
um, the report takes weeks. Are the patients held at the hospital? Mm. Okay. Uh, Lizine Tema is asking, the issue of NHIS medication is very true. The last time I used NHIS medication, I had a severe reaction and since then, I tell the doctor not to prescribe NHIS drugs for me. I can, however, attest to the fact that NHIS covers patients' card, consultation, feeding, and accommodation. At least that's my experience at Ridge Hospital. Mm. Adisa Nkofreja is asking, what happens to our contributions we make throughout the year without visiting the hospital. Mm. It's, right, a it's a scheme. Suppose okay. those who go right. Adolf, right. mm -hmm. or somebody who say Adolf, mm -hmm. says the doctor is not being very sincere with you. Yeah. I'm surprised the doctor will speak that way. NHIS covers generic medicines. It's the doctor who decides what brand to give to the patient. Mm. Example. NHIS covers Artemisa lumifantin for mm -hmm. malaria. Mm -hmm. It is the doctor who decides whether to give Lonat or some other brand. Artemisa lumifantin. Mm. Yep. <laughs> hmm. They all name medicines. Why? Artemita <laughs> Lumifandri. Tell me what is that? Alright, now let's talk about water. Let's read a message, a couple of messages. Good morning, Bernard. I live at Ashalibutri. I haven't had water for one day since the start of the month. It's quite serious. This is the uh, first one. Then another one that came in. It's rather long, if you can permit me to read it. Uh, it says. Good morning, Bernard. When the listener from yesterday mentioned their tap hasn't been flowing since the lockdown, I realized I had to let you know about my plight in my community. Since January, our taps haven't this is, our taps haven't been flowing normally. It's not hard water. It only flows once a week, or sometimes not not at all. Sometimes, if you're lucky, it flows at dawn around two a.m. Even then, that is just little drops. We've almost all the water we've stored up. We've used up almost all the water we've stored up. And we constantly go out to look for water. My sister called a rep from Ghana Water Company Limited. And they said we should come to their office and file a complaint. I don't understand that part. When we received our bill too, it was an amount of 180 Ghana cities. I don't know why we have to pay a bill of this amount when we've had no water since January. I reside at Bonkukumpe. When we go to the saloon to wash our hair, we have to carry water from our homes or pay for the water they would <laughs> fetch for us. Oh. It's very stressful. Hey. It's been so stressful that I get yeah. home from work tired and I have to go out and look for water. Charlie, this person is not happy at all. Alright, so let's let's deal with this water thing. Are these isolated cases I have a salibutri and I have Boom, Bawalishi or something. Boom, Katamansu. Is it boom? Boom, Kukumpi. So those are... Um, all right, let's do a few more water issues. Good morning, better okay. team. I live at Kasua New Market. Our water issue from the Ghana Water Company is that the water from the tap is too salty. Hey, Christopher. Mm. You have water, you're completely salty. <laughs> okay. You Frank in Tema <laughs> says, As for the water, dear, <laughs> it used to run once every two weeks at dawn. But since the start of the year, it runs once a month. So you get, you get once a month. How? The music get once. We uh, have water three times since the year started. Well, he's saying once a month. Yes. That's what he's Peter in Sakumono says the water thing here is hell. Hmm. I get frustrated any time I wake up and water isn't running. In a town like Sakumono, I'm even getting sick because of the water problem. Hey, Peter. 
This one says Bernardo. Yeah, man. Bernardo. Yeah. I'm at Hacho, close to Ayariga. Yeah, I know that I've <laughs> not had water for about a month now. Mm. So, so hold on. We've had Bone. Kokompe. Mm-hmm. We've had Tema. So, yeah, Tema. We've had Ashali Boche. Ashali Boche. As for Kaswa, they say the water is salty. Too salty. Okay. Just put uh, dilute it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a different problem. All right. All right. And then there's uh, Hacho. Yes. Uh, Brand from OEB says, we've not had water for... We've not had water in the last three days. We have not been told anything. OEB. This is all I can. Yeah. George, or Spintex. Mm. We've not had water for the past two weeks. I'm at Spintex on oh. the Winners Chapel stretch. That thing is getting bigger. Mm-hmm. Kobe in Takrade says there's a general water shortage in Takrade amidst this COVID pandemic. Are you serious? After the Takrade situation that we've had uh, one or two stories. Remember, I think at a point, the treatment plant was shut down. But he says there's the general water problem in Takrade. Yes. So uh, that's, what, that's, that's that kind of pre- predates the this pandemic, pandemic uh, a bit. Right, Moses from Old Ningo says, can you believe that in the last one year, We've had little or no water hey. in Old Ningo and the environs of the Ningo Pram Pram district. Several visits to the GWC or La Pram Pram have not brought any relief. Hey. Hmm. This matter is getting serious. Yeah. Then, in Lakeside Estate, says, water supply at Community 5 Lakeside Estate has become a nightmare. The problem has been there since December 2020. Could you, I hope somebody is mapping the places mm. they are mentioning because mm. I want to get a proper picture in your head. Draw a Ghana map and start putting. So far, <laughs> we have seen a lot of the Kaswa, ka- salty no, water. Yeah, but it's more Hacho. No, Sakumono. it seems like it's the Sakumono Spintex Bone mm. Adenta yeah. you know, sort of Coco Ashaiman Coco Pay whatever. There's also okay, go on. I live at Kaswa. Okay. okay. Um, we still have water issues. Okay, we've been having water issues since the, the start of the free water thing. Town Council line, especially those of us on the Jonkobri Road and Kantanka City Toilet. That's from Bob Lee. So, Town Council lane, Sakra. Oh, that's just up the road somewhere. Alasebi Okoshi. Ghana Water Company has pipelines within Pokwase, Abensu, and Afiaman. In the Ganos Municipal Assembly, mm-hmm. for more than three months, for more than three years, they have refused to serve the people water. Mm. As an assembly member for Adensu, I can only say that it's a deliberate attempt okay. on the side of the Kwabenya manager of the Ghana Water Company to deny us water. That's from Honorable Nuhu Mohammed. Can you read the message again? This wow. is a serious matter. A whole assembly man. Okay, so it says Ghana Water Company has pipelines. Within Pokwase, Abensu, and Afiaman. They'll say it's rural water. Okay. Now, for more than three years, mm. they have refused to serve the people water. Why? As an assembly member for Abensu, mm. I can only say that it is, or there is a deliberate attempt on the part of the Kwabenya manager of the Ghana Water Company to deny us water. Hey. Please help our poor community. That's Honorable Nuhu Mohammed. This is serious. Mm. Ghana Water, you have to respond to this directly. Okay. My name is Stephen. I'm a Tema or I'm a Tema Community Seven. Since lockdown, the water runs once every five days for only four hours. Once every five days for only four hours. Wow. Um. So if in a month, so once every five. So days. if it runs on Monday, then to come on Saturday. Yes. Then to come another Wednesday. Yes. Four hours. Since lockdown. Mm-hmm. 
Then that suggests there's a relationship between the shortage and the free water. Hmm. Possibly. Go on. Um, good morning, Aloski and the city family. There's no water running around tallow oil in the last two weeks. So there's not been water at tallow oil in the last two weeks. Tallow oil has to be this uh, shashi yeah, Right from Nelson Mandela mm-hmm. Avenue. Where? N1. N1, N1 yes. Shashi N1. Okay. All right, go on. Um, I live around Tong Shanghai. Ah, so there's Kong Kokonpe Tong Shanghai. Close to community 26, affordable. <laughs> but how do they name their places? We have Israel and Galilee in Ghana, so why can't you ask Shanghai? Shanghai. This one says, I stopped having water when government announced the free water policy. Interestingly, I received water soon after the free water thing elapsed. Then after two weeks, the, the situation worsened. No water, and I've had to buy water 100 cities weekly. Please speak for us. Nayebre. <laughs> Alright, what if you look at the geographical extent of the complaint? This is an Accra problem. This is an Accra problem. No, 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 it's not Accra. We have Takra. There's only one Takra. Most of them are Accra. Okay, fine. So I'm guessing it's an Accra issue. Okay, yeah. Because there are times you get Volta region, you get Eastern region. Eastern region. So if this is just Accra issue, let me know. And in terms of Accra, it looks like an outskirts of Accra, Accra. issue. Mm-hmm. So Aspintex, Bonkatamanso, Afenya, Adenta, mm-hmm. Kasua. So it's like those who are peri urban. Yeah. I can guess what the Ghana Water Company will say. Mm-hmm. That some of these people are on uh, rural water, something, and oh, they have yeah. urbanized quickly, and therefore there's no water. But trust me, there's a link between this and the free water, isn't there? But if it's rural water, mm-hmm. okay, in the budget, we've written that the volume of water consumed from community water and sanitation agency managed water systems between April to December 2020 was 14.33 million cubic meters. Mm-hmm. And we write that the regular flow of water amidst increased demand for hand washing contributed not only to curbing the spread of the pandemic, but also sustaining the basic quality of life of our people. Mm-hmm. reason why I'm reading this rural water number is that we know that Ghana water does a lot of volumes, right? Mm-hmm. We are told that average monthly water supply of Ghana water increased from 9.2 million cubic meters to 13.23 million cubic meters. So in essence... Rural water is producing a lot of water and supplying. Ghana water's um, production or supply also increased by 43%. So people should be getting water. If you are using last year's distribution, the, rate of, urbanization projections, out, the rate of urbanization outstrips the rate of increase in water. Oh, so, so between 2020 and 2021, between just this 2020, Abena, December was just three months away, and we are in March. Look at the places we are mentioning, you know. Ningo Pram Pram. Uh-huh. Kotobabi. Uh-huh. Bung Shanghai. Yeah. Then you have Afi, um, Ashalibuchwe. Mm. Then you have um, Kasua. So these are places that you're you having more people moving. Mm. Don't forget when we did the election, we, we told you about the way these places were getting more inhabitants. So I can imagine that it's a new community. Or there are new mo- new houses or more people moving no, there. No, no, but 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 what I'm also trying to say is that we've been given a picture mm-hmm. that we got more water within that within last year. But the people are more than I'm, the water. I'm, I'm coming. I'm coming. We've mm-hmm. been given a picture that we got more water, and we are getting water. Yes, and I'm saying that yes, that's true. But the people who are moved, the people are more than the water. As in, you are getting it. Okay, let let's make it easy. And I'm speculating at this point. You could have a 20% increase in water supply and a 50% increase in urbanization. 
but there's not a 50% increase in the violation. Uh, yes, but I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'll give an example. I, where I live, I moved there in 2015. We only got water three months ago after advocacy, payments, every kind of thing. And this is 2015, January. And we got water like December 2020. Okay, and this is presumably per urban Accra. We had to pay for the pipes. We had to contribute money for them to come and connect it to their place. All kinds of things we did. And there are people within that area who don't even have the water. So, and I'm, I'm saying what I'm saying on the basis of just... What I wanted Godfrey to explore for me was whether there was a relationship between the severity of the water shortage and the free water announcement. Because some of the messages are saying that this got more serious in January. Yeah. The final, I think they, they renewed the final water thing around the election period or something. Mm -hmm. They renewed the final batch of free water around the election period. So, is there, is, is, do you have enough evidence from the comments to suggest that this has been worsened by the free water? If I were to do uh, uh, a social media search on this, mm. you would realize that a lot of, and even with the WhatsApp comments that have come through, and we did mention this in the course of last year, mm -hmm. in the middle of last year, when the program started, that for a lot of people, the co even where I live, for instance, the first two or three weeks of the free water, our water flow suddenly became very inconsistent. Mm -hmm. There might have been technical problems, hey, I don't know. But for a lot of people, we, during our, when we checked our message boards, we were getting a lot of messages that said, mm -hmm. that look, since the launch of the free water project, we were not getting water on the regular. Mm -hmm. So it looked like some sort of either rushing was happening or some So the people who have been saying that, look, then if this is why, uh, if you are, the water is free, you're not going to give us the water, take the free and uh, let us take, get our water. Mm -hmm. We are happy to pay for the water. Because you would realize that there was also then, we, we, we got the situation with the commercial water providers mm -hmm. who also had a situation that eventually could not be resolved. The government ended up having to send water to certain places. They ended up providing water tankers and whatnot. So, yes, you can draw some link between the start of the free water project and the intermittent uh, supply of water. But that, has, that is not to also say that we've not had this problem prior to the uh, free water situation. The Ghana Water Company, we've discussed this matter on this show several times, have complained about several things as to why they are struggling to be uh, to provide water to large swaths of this country. I was at a community meeting on Sunday. Mm -hmm. The meeting lasted for close to three hours, right? Um, the community, we have so far about 185 people who have contributed to extend water to the areas. Mm -hmm. Now, mm -hmm. the zones that already have water, one of their main complaints at the meeting was that they hardly get the water flow through their taps all week, sometimes mm -hmm. once a week or twice a week, and sometimes it comes in the in the night when you are sleeping. So <laughs> if you, you can't fill up, you can't fill up. Mm -hmm. and I can say on authority, based on production figures from Ghana Water, that Ghana Water Company does not push water through our taps consistently two four seven. What they basically do is to ration the product, which is water. Mm -hmm. What they do is to ration the product, which is water. And that is also one of the big problems Ghana has to deal with. Bernard, if you remember, 
The government has given us free water, which we are paying for within this year's budget. So it was a, a robbing Peter to pay Peter situation. So it's deferred. It's called enjoy now, pay later. Yes. But, but if you, it's, it's just like the NHI thing. Even though this Eastern Region Hospital thing has come up, there is a larger problem with Ghana Water. Look, Ghana Water says that their coverage, urban water supply is 77%, and that's the job they do, right? And they have 748,000 customers. They do about 249 million liters of water per day, right? But mm -hmm. our water demand, mm -hmm. if you look at the analysis of Water Resources Commission, Mm -hmm. and EPA and other institutions. We need about 5 billion cubic meters of water per day in this country. And we are getting to 50 million. 50 million. We, we, are, we, we need 5 billion. Ghana water doesn't produce 5 billion. Yeah, you say we do 250. 249 million liters a day. Around, around the top. So right. we haven't even gotten to 1 billion. We, 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 we can do that calculation. The point I'm just trying no, to I'm, make I'm, is that... Hold on, I'm coming. Yeah. You need 5 billion 5 billion cubic liters of water and you're producing two and, and 50 million ghana water company i'm coming ghana water does because i gave you a cubic meter um uh -huh. um, um mm -hmm. quote let me give you the cubic meter quote for daily uh, production yeah. one million so one fifth so it means that in the whole year if they do one million cubic meters per day in the whole year they do 365 million cubic um, meters of water we need five billion Ghana for domestic consumption. So our water production is way below our water needs. Mm -hmm. But where are, why, why are we here? That's, mm -hmm. the, that's the thing. If you also look at what God has blessed us with, total runoff water on Ghana's surfaces through our rivers and water bodies in a year is 54 billion cubic meters. God gives us 54 billion cubic meters of water to use for our needs, and we need 5 billion out of that 54 billion. Inland water? Yes. Runoff water on Ghana. I'm telling you. Sorry, you said we need. We need 5, five billion. Ghana God gives us. 1 billion. And God gives, God gives us 54 billion cubic meters every year. Hey. It runs through our streams, our rivers, some are collected in our lakes, and it ends up in the sea. 54 billion? Yes. 54.4 billion cubic meters of water every year flowing through the Volta, Southwestern, and Coastal River systems. And people don't have water. And people don't have water. So now the question you should ask yourself is why don't we have water mm. to, to, to supply our plants to process for us to drink? If God gives us free 54 billion cubic um, meters of water a day, and then let, let's start answering. Your neighborhood, your neighborhood, you said you got water in January, three <laughs> months ago. I think your neighborhood. People gleefully have built on waterways and destroyed the water system. Please, I'm not part. <laughs> People gleefully have built. If you go around the country, Eastern region, Etiwa gives us water to, to serve Accra. We say we want to go and mine there. We say of all the opportunities in this world to drive national development, if we don't mine in Etiwa, we are not going to make enough money to drive national development. The tunnel of Fing, um, um, um Forest Reserve is the shelter for the river of Fing in Kumasi, which serves uh, Kumasi. So in Kumasi, there's Oabe, and then there's the Barakasi Dam. The tunnel of Fing Forest Reserve um, shelters the rivers that serve these two dams. We want to go and mine there as well. Our everyday activity in this country 
we've destroyed almost all the water bodies. Tano is going. River Pra is going. Densu, Brim, Ayensu, gone. Even the water, we are destroying it. Now, if you destroy the 54 billion God has given you, what will Ghana water you use to process for you to drink? So there's a problem to do with Ghana water, their historical systems and all the issues. But the main problem with Ghana when it comes to water is the raw material, which we are all contributing to to, to, Ali, to destroy. Some serious things, so we produce only one-fifth of the water we need. Meanwhile, we have 54 billion flowing and we are destroying it with activities of human whatever. This is troubling. This is very troubling. All right, so I'm getting more people say they haven't had water since oh. January. Can I? More? You let me give so you it more. It looks like oh. something happened January. What happened? I don't know. Bernard, there are more, more message, more. Let's go through. <laughs> I, I wish I could just call the Ghana Water person and then read the comments yes. for you to listen, answer just one by so one. They can map. For yeah. example. So maybe that's what I'll do. So, Godfrey, okay. hold on. Pick, then, uh, pick, hold on. Yes. Nathan, hold on. Godfrey, pick this call. Nathan, I want you to go back to the first group of messages. <laughs> so, I'm going to make their work very easy to do. <laughs> I have Dr. Clifford Bram on the line. Doc, good morning. Uh, good morning, Bernard. I've called you out of a big meeting. I'm sorry. I want you to listen to some of the messages I'm getting this morning. So, just. Stay on the line and listen to the messages. Okay. So it's all over on water. So just listen for like three minutes and I'll take your comment. So I hope your radio okay. is on. Or you can listen through the phone. Uh, yeah, so please listen to uh, the Okay. Listen to the messages. Nathan, go. Okay. Bernard, I live at Achimota Aloboshi, near the Achimota new plant. We've not had water for the last two weeks. Alaska and team is still not part of Ghana. We've not had water for the last six months can you tell the authorities we also pay tax that's from Asafuache Abolo good morning Bernard and team my name is Benjamin Dogbe I live at Kaswa Lamte Mills water stopped running from last February mm. another one I live at Anya Palace Town the frequency of water flow is perfect but you can't imagine the level of dirt in the water okay this one says, I live at Community 5, Tema. Since November 2020, we've been uh, getting water a few hours once a week, sometimes once every two weeks. I call Ghana Water every week, and I'm always told they'll report it to their engineers, but the outcome is the same. One of the people that explained to me that they had been diverting water meant for domestic clients to the free zones area is Tema, since free water started. The last one for this. Uh, I live at Chadu, and since January, we've barely had water running through our taps. We've had to resort to buying water from the tankers. And then if you want to go to Takrade, and that's from Takrade says, the water is being rushing for the populace in the city. We haven't had water since Saturday, and the flow has been sporadic since the beginning of the year. The bills keep rising regardless of the situation. Alright, so Doc, let me just add two more, then you comment. So there's also one I read earlier from a place uh, called um, Kokompe. They say they haven't had water since January. Then I had one from Bon Shanghai. I'm sure you know these places. And then I had a few from Pram Pram, Ningo Pram Pram. They say they haven't had water at all. So you just listen to the areas. Alugboshi, Achimota, Bon, of the Pram Pram area, Bon Pram Pram area, Kaswa, Anya, the water is dirty. Community 5, there's no water. Ningo Pram Pram, there's no water. Chado, no water. Takradi, no water. Then there's also Ashalibutri, Lakeside. And then I got one from mm. La, uh, Town Council Lane. 
Okay, so do, this, these are the, the places people have said either the water hasn't come at all or it's been very intermittent since January. Now, <laughs> what's your comment, Dr. Clifford Brimer? Uh, thank you very much, uh, Bernard, and thank you to your good morning to your listeners also. Uh, when your producer called me, I indicated to him that uh, some of these things sometimes are widespread. And so if we get the engineers for each of the regions, we can tackle specific uh, areas. But for me, I will be able to give a global picture as what the situation is. And for the specifics, probably you can relate the general comments to some of the specific uh, areas. You know, as a country, we are faced with challenges of producing enough water for our people. And our attitudes and lifestyles are also affecting the little that we have to share and to distribute. Currently, we do not plan the cities. And if our estimate is that in an, a particular area, you are going to go there in, say, three, four years' time, but because of population growth, people go to both where they want to go. And they come, the regions extend water to them. Of course, the volumes are going to be reduced when you are sharing them. Because probably you were thinking of sharing the water to 20,000 people. Now you are supposed to share it to 30,000 people. It is an issue because there will be a shortage. And people also find a way of connecting upstream because they want to connect on the main line. They get people to do that. We still do not have a system where we can sit in the office and check all these things. And so it's a challenge we've taken upon ourselves and try to see how we can resolve them gradually. But any time there is an issue in an area, the best place is if you go to the district and you are not getting the solution, the call center numbers are available everywhere. And so you should be able to call the call center. That is central. And they will now, even if you are in Cape Coast and there's an issue and you call the call center, they will identify the appropriate person in Cape Coast to attend to your, your, your problem. The other issue is that, you see, Sometimes people do their connection, especially the estates. They do their plumbing work, and all they come and tell you is that, come and connect. And there's no law for that says that somebody must satisfy the plumbing work before it is connected to a home. They have internal problems. Water does not flow into the house. They complain as if it is Ghana Water Company that's not bringing them uh, water. I also heard one of your texts or the messages indicating of the quality of the water. Sometimes it is not coming from Ghana Water Company. Our systems that we have our water tools, like the tanks, they need to be washed regularly. They need to be disinfected regularly. And so we are coming up with water safety plan that will, trans will now begin to educate our consumers as how they maintain they are, they are, they are, they are uh, storage. Sometimes people at the end of our parking system, when they cap it, sometimes when they work on, there are debris that are there. But immediately you, you, you call the system, they come and, and, and flash it because they have regular time to flash. And when uh, debris come into it at a time that is not due for flashing, 
then a complaint comes, then they go and... and, and Ah, we lost him. We'll try and put him back on. I had some specific questions for him. He's given us a general explanation, but then he was also dealing with the issue of the quality of the water. We have a few questions on the the the. that was the word I want to use? The severity <coughs> of the situation post December, which I wanted to get and his I think comment the on. Question you should ask him is based on the customer numbers they have mm-hmm. and their coverage do mm. they produce enough water to meet the needs of their um, customers okay because so those we are know th- water demand and we know supply where are we with supply and demand very good so two issues uh, we have him back doc i i appreciate your patience and your time and i understand your explanation but i wanted to ask you a few quick questions there seems to have been <clears throat> a worsening of the situation since january based on the comments i'm getting so, can you speak to that specifically? Has there, is there <clears throat> a general challenge? Has there been a challenge post December? For which reason more people are saying that their water co- uh, level has gone down since January? This is the this is the dry season, so this is where we have high demand, and so demand has increased, and you have the same quantity of supply. So, ultimately, if you share it among the population, the rates the capital will go down, actually. And it's one of the reasons. And of late, we have some power challenges. And all our systems are connected to the national grid. And so anytime you have a power problem, we normally, even if it is five minutes, it could take us hours to build up our pressure. And it's also a very big problem. Okay. And we sometimes don't run our capacities uh, uh, fully because of electrical uh, problems. Somali, for example, you are 40. 5,000 cubic meters capacity, but because of electricity fluctuations, sometimes you do 28, sometimes you do 27. Uh, at a point last year, we even did 16. And so for this, there's no way you'll be able okay. to cover the population Fair that enough. you have. Now, so other agencies, uh, activities are When I speak well. to your colleagues in the power sector, since you brought electricity in, they're able to tell me that peak demand in Ghana is, say, 2,600 or 2,800 megawatts power. Um, install capacity is 5,000 and then we are able to say provide about 2,400 so we have a shortfall of 400 so everybody gets a sense of what's happening with the power can you do the same for water and if I ask you what is the total installed capacity in terms of cubic liters per day that we have what is the available capacity and what is the demand? So I'm, I'm trying to see if we can get the same type of um, understanding. How much water do we need every day? How much do you supply every day to the whole country? And what is the shortfall? Uh, Bernard, we can do that and we have been doing it. But I cannot give you the numbers as of now. But what I can tell you is that we are not even supplying. We don't have the full capacity. And also, Ghana, Ghana is divided into two. Ghana Water Company is handling urban areas, and community water is taking care of the small towns and the rural areas. And so we will have to also look at it in this two forms. The fact of the matter is what we even have available, it's not enough to cover the population that we are supposed to 
Yeah, yeah but I, I, I get it too. But you see, within the power, we have uh, Netco and Gridco and all those things. But at least, so within the urban space, you see, what I want to know is, I want to understand the shortfall. I, you have made a lot of points about generally our water sources and all that. What is the shortfall? Is it in... Is because the information we are having is that we need about five billion cubic cubic meters of water. Liters of water. Now, so let's do the calculation for perspective. If Ghana water supplies the urban areas and urbanization has crossed fifty-two percent, we can assume that the urban areas consume about two point seven million cubic um, um, meters of water in a year. Is Ghana water in a position to produce? 2.7 billion cubic uh, meters of water in a year. As of now, no. Uh, even with the over 15 million Ghanaians living in urban areas, uh, we we are doing less than uh, 12 million, I think. And this 12 million is connection, actually, that we've been able to send our connections to those areas. But the volume of water is not enough. And that's why sometimes we do this rationing or supply management uh, plan for. Now we know that we push water to this time, this number of days, and then push water to the other side because there's a huge gap between demand and, su- and supply within the urban areas. If you take a graph, for example, the Kwabinya areas were not connected. They've come place has grown, we have connected them. So all we need to do is to ration the water so that almost a bigger population will touch our water at least within a week. But to serve them regularly to get water 24-7, it is not something that we can do as of now. That's why government is investing hugely in, 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 in the water supply, the production. And we cannot only be looking at the production side. We also have to be rethinking how the distribution networks are laid. And so we now attach a distribution to the production. Either to we used to do the, just the production, Ghana Water Company will come and spend money to do the distribution. But now we put them together. And we have to arrange it in such a way that we can manage and control how the distribution uh, is done. Those days, they laid pipes because everybody must get water. So we're looking more of supply instead of controlling the supply and demand uh, uh, mix. So it means you are you are rationing water. So the question that follows is, how come there isn't a, a water rationing schedule so people will know exactly when to expect oh, they, water? They, 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 everybody is aware. All the districts have it, and they have communicated to the people. We have telegram for uh, consumers, and they know when they're supposed to get water. And so anybody who tells you they are not even aware their schedule, I don't think then the person probably might not be. Mm. Uh, super so what, what medium? What medium did your district people use to communicate their schedule? So they they use their vans. They have telegraph for their customers, and they put those things on. Really? Because I've received comments from people who don't seem to know when to expect water. I mean, so the comments I read, comment, they are basically saying if that. You get a comment they, from an area. Let's, let's get to just one, and I'll forward it to a, a district, and they'll tell you what the situation is. But our customers, you know, because they are in need, they always want to do anything to make sure that they get somebody to give them the support. And the fact of the matter is that we have limited supply. Okay, you see, let me put it this way. If, if when, again, sorry I keep using electricity as an analogy because that's easier. 
you would see, for example, today we've seen it in in online a, a schedule from Gridco to ECG for two parts, some parts of the Volta region, mentioning specific times they will have power and they wouldn't have power. What is the form of the announcement that your people send about the rationing? Do they tell us the time and the day and well, over what over what period? People are people are aware. They even come sometimes telling me that the time they open their tabs is not suitable for them. And if we can vary it, we should we should vary it. This means that they are aware. Most of our customers are aware, unless they are not on the on the different uh, uh, telegraphs. If they are on the different telegraphs, because that's a means of communication, because it takes a large number of uh, customers. And for us, if we talk of our customer, we are looking at the the meter. And so, and the meter sells no less than about 10 people, sometimes on the average. And so, we talk of our customers, we are talking of uh, just the, 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 the meter. Okay. And so, once a meter person is connected to the telegraph, they are aware as when, unless probably they have not been monitoring what is going on there. And so, the advance go around and make announcements. Okay. In terms of the dangers you face in supplying water, between raw water as availability and the connections, i.e. the infrastructure, we, we talk to me about that, which is a bigger challenge for you now and what ought to be done since you're on this platform now. What, which of the two are a, a major challenge and how do you think we can deal with them? Bernard, we can hold them almost equally. Currently, uh, is having challenges because they don't even have enough water in the reservoir to draw the treatment. And if we draw it, population growth has made settlement to also grow. And so extending pipeline to reach the new development areas is also a challenge. And so for me, I'll keep the two together in a balance that you handle this and you handle that. And if you go to Abyssin uh, uh, areas, the water is polluted because Okay. There's a bit there's a bit of noise in your phone. I guess the wind, so if you can reposition. I want you to reiterate the raw water problem because I don't get the sense that the nation realizes the danger we are in. And because of what you do, you will know better and be able to speak louder because Yes, the issue of Galamse and the way we mine has worsened the situation. But I'm not sure if the, the, the country realizes the danger we are in. I have read some material that suggests that the next war in the world will be over water. And that very soon we can we'll start importing water from abroad if we don't stop destroying our water bodies. I don't know. Do you, are you able to articulate this effectively enough to the, the powers that be? So that we have a more serious approach to saving our water bodies. Uh, it's, it's a problem. We shouldn't just be looking at only the the, the Galamse. It is not only Galamse that is causing filtration in our water body. And so it has to be a, a broad uh, policy to cover the protection of our water body. Let me just take Damangu for example. The water system was built in 1996. By 2004, the reservoir through which they draw water to treat for the citizens of Damangu 
went too low that the pumps cannot draw. Today, you go to the reservoir there. It is dried up and you can drive your car through the, 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 that uh, reservoir. What was the cause? Because people were farming very close to it. And so anytime it rains, the loose soil got into the, 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 the reservoir. And it happened along the border. So 2017, 2018, I think 2019, we had to dredge the water from, uh, uh, I think, Nasia and those places coming down uh, stream just to increase the capacity. And we also get flooded. So it's not only the Galamse that is affecting agricultural activities around our water body. If you check, all the tributaries of our rivers, of big rivers, have all dried up. What it means is that while the smaller ones are dying, and the bigger ones soon will die because they will not even have uh, uh, supply. And these are issues that we have to take seriously as a country and make sure that we protect them for ourselves now and the population yet to be, to be born. It's a serious matter. Sometimes, uh, if you go to Sechahima, filtration crash our three pumps at a blow. And these are pumps that cost millions of uh, uh, dollars, and you will have to improvise back to now uh, procure new ones for them. Just because of Galamse, they were doing it very close to the intake, and silk got into it, and we needed to. So, so finally, finally, sir, for those who don't have access to the telegram, how do they know what schedule they are on? And number two, when will things start improving? Because we've had a lot of people say that between December and now, the water has been very intermittent. So first point, how can people get more information about the status of their rationing? And when can you uh, assure us of an improvement we, in the situation? Uh, we have 100 uh, district offices dotted across the country. If there are issues for you about water, the, the first point of call should be the district office. And the district office will be able to tell you. We have our customer care assistants who have works. They move through all the areas where they need the meeting. You meet them so that they are in, in, a, in a car that you can easily identify as Ghana Water Company. If you get somebody coming without it, probably you must report the person to the nearest district so that we take action. You talk to them, they'll be able to tell you. Today, I am moving to Tommy uh, 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 and Kwabinyak district to go and have interaction with them. I'll be moving from district to district. And all this is smart, and you educate them. And so customers who do not get this, and I don't, last time you spoke to me, I indicated, this point of call is the district office. And before even it comes, Bernard, it has to take time for you to reach me, and also for me to reach you. And so it delays. But if you get to the district office, I think it's, it's quicker and easier. And I they should do that if they don't. Thank you. Finally, well, so where will, where, will things, where will things improve? This will start improving. Um, I think very, very soon, because uh, there is a way that has dried up. ECG is assuring us that power will be uh, stabilized very soon. And so a lot of things will improve when some of this is uh, improved. Oh, this, this, this is your very yeah. soon. I'm not happy. What is very soon? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> very soon is very... Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 my, my, my answer is...
dependent on an uh, an independent variable. I cannot. I cannot. Uh, sorry, it's a dependent variable. I cannot determine when to do it because I have to depend on uh, uh, power suppliers to know when they will become efficient. And so it's difficult for me to put a finger on a time frame. Otherwise, you'll be judging me on the time that I have given you, whilst I am also depending on somebody. So my answer is. So who should I ask? Who should, who should I ask for that clear answer? Oh, if uh, once the electricity stabilizes, I think that the other the downstream side is is our responsibility for that one as quickly as possible it can be resolved. All right, thank you, Dr. Clifford Brahma is the managing director of the Ghana Water Company Limited. We called him impromptu to speak to us. It's 90 minutes past nine. We'll take a short break. We have the Heritage Honor series coming up. We will come back to water before we wrap up. This is CTFM. Stay with us. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Bet. Huge wins from high odds and all the way with the fastest payout. Take more of our winning advantages from your deserving bets on all sports. Visit our website, onexbet.com.g. Use promo code 1XRADIO and get up to 200% bonus on your first deposit. 1XBET. Bet for everything. Gambling can be addictive. Bet responsibly. Not for person under 18 years. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the Gaming Commission. <laughs> Abna, why are you crying? Why won't I cry out? This has become unbearable. Everywhere I go, I'm treated like an outcast. At home, at work, at the hospital, even at the market. Is it a crime to have TB? Is it a crime to have HIV? It's better I die. Ah, why? No, Abna, you can't give up and die. Indeed, a new dawn has come for persons living with HIV and those suffering from TB and sexually transmitted infections. WAPCA, in collaboration with the Ghana AIDS Commission, is shedding light on our rights so we can enjoy equal rights as captured in the Ghana AIDS Commission Act, Act 938. Rights to quality health care, non-discrimination, equal work opportunities, and education. You may call WAPCAS on 030-224-1452 or 055-6233-663 to report any act of discrimination. WAPCAS. Here for your rights. WAPCAS and Act 938. Here, here for, for life. life. This advert is brought to you by WAPCAS with funding from the Global Fund. Be happy. Hello Ghana, we understand the importance of dreaming for a better tomorrow, a future in which you and your family live in the comfort you have so desired. That dream does not always come easy, and so is life in general. Finding the right home that fits your budget is not easy. The stress associated with raising funding to support the process could be a problem. Help is here. That is why we at First National Bank have declared 2021 the year of home ownership. This year, we reaffirm our commitment in helping Ghanaians both home and abroad buy, build, or complete their existing residential properties. Tap into our years of experience in the mortgage sector and let's help you acquire that dream home in 2021. Move from being a tenant to a homeowner in 2021. Call us on 0800 770 522. 
or via email ghanahomeloans at firstnationalbank.com.gh and let's start talking. First National Bank, how can we help you? Hey, I say, mix the cement in correct proportional. Hey, contractor. Hey, what can you? What's your soul? Yeah, my landy. Sorry, I say. What do you attend the year of return, Ankasa? Hey, hey, contractor. A dinner wasting year. Hey, what would you want to make feel it too much? Who project here? My friend gas them from top to down. If you are a gas them, hey, yes, solid part. Hey, you see gas them, man. And for soup, you know what do? On your quality, no question. Hey, you see gas them, cement. And your food, you know One package, you know. no. If you over 5,000 in your share, no more schools, no more clinics, on your donation. Never compromise on quality. Choose the value Gassam offers you always. In these uncertain times, stay safe and follow all the COVID-19 safety protocols. Gassam, the nation builder. If last year taught us anything, is that life should be lived in the moment. This year, we are not losing God. Crow! YOLO, baby! New year, new you, Ankasa. Awesome is for everyone. Turn out to your brand new Samsung Galaxy A12 with a 5000mAh all-day battery, 4 cameras with a 48 megapixel main camera, 6.5 inch HD plus screen and more. Choose your Samsung Galaxy A12 with 64 gig internal memory for 899 Ghana City or 128 gig internal memory for 999 Ghana City. What's the video call data now? Visit your nearest Samsung shop to pick up your Samsung Galaxy A12. New year, new Galaxy. Terms and conditions apply. It's time to meet again in historic landscapes. Have a safe journey to Europe with Turkish Airlines. Book your ticket now and fly until May 31st to enjoy special fares. Terms and conditions apply. For more information, please visit TurkishAirlines.com. Turkish Airlines, widen your world. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Let, let me cool your temper with a bit of history. Because I, I, I feel people are, you know, I got a message somebody said, I wonder how you're able to keep your cool during these interviews and calm yourself down. Well, I've done this for many years. <laughs> and and my, the, there's no point in raising your temperature over the interview. Is when you have the issue properly Address. Uh, then that's when things get solved. Okay, so Heritage on SV. This week we're talking about the Fulani and their history in Ghana. And I have Dr. Stephen Tona, my guest. It's brought to us by Key Soap. Nothing brings a smile to our faces like remembering the good old days. But what's even better is what or is when that smile lasts for a generation. For years, Key Soap has taken care of the nation's laundry needs and rewarded Ghanaians every step of the way. We've innovated to stay ahead of the game with Key Brillant, but stay true to who we are with our longest-lasting traditional bar. Key is a tradition of smiles, a future that's so bright. Happy Independence Month, Key Soap still. Amansan Bwafo. Amansan Bwafo. So let's hear Stephen Turner for the next 10 minutes on more on the Fulani. We also asked him about some groups in other parts of the country which also had to... Uh, but that's for the tomorrow interview. So today's wrapping up on the full conversation. There are places in the outskirts of Accra with suggestions of full influence. So when you go to Ashie, 
you hear of a place actually called Fulani. Yeah. And then when you go to on that lane all the way to Pongkataman, so places like Kakasunanka and then yeah, that whole area. Do do we know of any historical reasons why those places are called that and whether it was because of some settlement? No, these were these were Fulani settlements. You know, uh, the basic thing is that as the population grew and uh, Accra expanded, so the history is that first they they were keeping their cows at Tudu when they were living living on the hill when they were in the Zongo. Now when they were came to Tudu, some moved to uh, Adabraka. Others then they started keeping their cattle in uh, Nima in the 60s. So as the population expanded, they moved outwards from Siashi all the way through Medina, uh, Ashalibotre, Ashe, we are full of any uh, settlements. But here we have to be careful. This is not to say that they were the first there. The girl people, they had their clothes there already. They are farms. We had one or two villages, what the girl called Akloa, where people were settled there and watching over the land. So there were acknowledged girl settlements, but the Fulani joined them and uh, popularized the places. It, it will be interesting to do a study of the relationship between houses and Fulani because. The story you just told me, and from all that we heard, it appears the two are almost <laughs> a lot of us non-Fulani or non-Hausa sometimes can't even differentiate the two. So I don't know if there are any any works that um, try to um, trace the relationship between the Hausa and the Fulani. Of course, they are two very different ethnic groups, except that maybe they are their culture and their religious background, you see, they, it always brought them together. Mm -hmm. The fact that they were largely Muslims brought them together. But unlike the, uh, the, unlike the houses, we say that the, the Fulanis in the 19th century, they were reluctant Muslims. The houses themselves refer to them as not being very good Muslims. They only, it is only recent in the last 50 years that more and more. They were more traditionalists. The Fulanis are, they, they are flexible Muslims. Though they have become also Muslims. So they are different. The houses tend to be more orthodox. They have a longer tradition of uh, uh, Quranic studies and uh, knowledge and uh, Islam, the, uh, depending on the group of uh, Fulani, those we have in Ghana, they have a shorter history of uh, Islamic uh, belongingness. It's more recent. Though now almost about 95% of Fulanis too are Muslim. Are Muslim. But yeah. the houses were traders. The houses were traders from uh, mostly northern Nigeria, initially to the uh, traders in cola and uh, cattle and all of these goods. Prof, the first question I ask you about the mixtures 
I, I want to sort of flip it and talk a bit about how the creation of these quote artificial borders separated groups. I'm aware. I have family in Togo, and I'm, in fact, when there's a big event, sometimes we have to go to Togo to let them know that there's an event and vice versa. So there's clearly different groups who have been separated by an artificial border. So just moving along the coast, you, you mentioned Kassina and Kanawa. So I'm going to start from there. So Kassina and Kanawa, we're talking Navrongo to Paga. Yes. Are there Kassem people in Burkina Faso as well? For sure. They are in uh, up to Po, from the Paga border up to uh, the Po. You find them in many settlements in uh, Burkina Faso. So the Kassinas are also. Are they more in Ghana or more in Burkina? Do we know? Uh, I've not seen the latest census, but uh, earlier on, we used, we presumed that they were more in Burkina than in Ghana. But I have to confirm from the latest, uh, particularly the uh, the Burkina figures, the census figures, to confirm. How that. do you imagine the creation of two different countries and two different languages would influence? So, for example. I know Kassem, if you meet somebody, you say Kuitem, <laughs> and you say Kugara. Now, I'm, I'm wondering, Burkina Faso, they speak French, and in Ghana they speak English. So would this affect the way they speak their language, for example? Definitely. Just like uh, our languages, indigenous languages have been affected by the English. We mixed a lot of uh, English words, we have picked them and then local from our neighbors. So if you go to Burkina Faso, similarly, they have also added a lot of uh, French words, or when they are speaking amongst themselves, they mix the, their traditional languages, indigenous ones, with the French and speak. So it's a similar uh, development going on in both sides of the, on both sides of the border. Yeah. A lot of people say well, the Bokinabes are tall and dark and slender, and it looks like, again, our brothers in the, that part of the country have the same frame as well. So you can imagine that the idea of they being the same people is not just in terms of language, but even in terms of structure. Uh, here you have to be, uh, we have to make a difference. Okay. I would rather, the Moses are not, they are just like uh, S. The Moses generally are not so tall. They are the dominant group in Well, Burkina. on the plateau, yes. They in, are the, the Moses. Yes. They are not, uh, they are dark and short. And, you know, if you recall, uh, Sankara or even the former president uh, uh, was also a, a Moses. So, but the north, north in Burkina, the other ethnic groups, it looks like cattle, uh, these uh, decades or centuries of cattle herding and walking. You don't, be, you don't become big. You, you, you lose a lot of energy. So cattle keepers also, and they are died too. And they are the fact that, they, so I think uh, it has environmental and of course uh, diet, uh, maybe it has become genetic over time. So the ethnographic study you did in Kassinan and Kana, what was it about? Can you share something? The ethnographic study was 
on the uh, casino. In fact, at that time, there was a, I was studying the irrigation, the tunnel irrigation. And then uh, I got uh, the hint that uh, there were, they had some problems with uh, livestock. Now you have created a big, a huge dam. I don't know, 5,000, 10,000 hectares. And we've taken land that farmers and headsmen use. And then the headsmen have to find their way. So that's how I got into Fulani studies. But then you have to understand the casino a little bit. They are farming methods, they are cattle keeping system. And then I extended it across the border to the, uh, the Fulani to see what was the problem with irrigation, livestock keeping, and nomadic livestock keeping, and how it affected the casino. So, so the casino are actually different from the Frafra? The casino, the Frafras are dominated in uh, Bolgatanga. Bolgatanga. And the, the Nankanais are to the uh, south and the, to the south and the east of the casinos. Do but they, they understand each other? So that's why they hyphenate and say Casino and Nankana, but they are two different groups, two different. They are two different ethnic groups. In fact, the, the, the Kassinas is even closer to Frafra in terms of the, the language. Than Nankana? Than, uh, than Kasim. Than Kasim, okay. Yeah. Kasim is unique in the north. But the Nankana, the, the Frafra, the Kusasi, the Mampusi, the Dagomba, they are more or less uh, between 50 to 70 percent mutually intelligible. Oh, interesting. These languages, they are more or less, so they understand each so other. So you are talking about northeast region, the upper east. east. The upper east. These languages are mutually intelligible. Yes. Except the, the Bulsa, the uh, Kassim, the Kassinas, and so on. These are different languages. Those are different languages. Yeah. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Hey, Papa, no. where's your friend at? I was at the bar with Atu the other day. He had bet on the game and tensions were high. Then Atu said, Charlie, we go lose all. But I told him, Charlie, them day, then I'll go. I had won 15,000 Ghana cities. Then Atu said, wait, we bet for the same amount. How come I only got 9,000 Ghana cities? Then I asked him, yo, you didn't bet with Bet Planet. Wait, 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 wait. He didn't bet with Bet Planet? He didn't bet with Bet Planet, oh. So I went to take all my money. Then I had to ask me, all your money. My betting people said I should wait a few days, oh. For the best odds, biggest wins, and fastest payouts, visit www.betplanet.com.gh. So what are you doing now? I still did the line inside, oh. This advert has been vetted and approved by the Gaming Commission of Ghana. Bet responsibly, not for persons below the age of 18. Comfort. Durability, finishing, quality. Choosing sofas and beds for your home, office or hotel couldn't be easier with an exclusive range of sofas and beds in various designs and colors from Latex Foam. There is so much choice whatever your budget. Latex Foam, 
your partner for life. Get busy with it. Get busy with it. On your mark, ready, set, let's go. CV, G-Mobile, USSD, Young Co. Star 924 hash. Punk of the go. Smartphone no. Young phone no. Ever fast. Fire money transfer. For two water bill. For two light bill. Pass of credit. Star 924 hash. You deserve it. Let's go. Get busy with it. Get DJ with it. CBG is empowering you to get DJ with CBG Mobile. Simply dial star 924 hash and get DJ with it. CBG, we stand with you. He was standing there with only a few seconds left. Then the bomb would go. Kaboom. He didn't know which wire to cut. His hands were all sweating and shaking. The knife was even slipping from his hand. The time was going. Three, two, one. Get the best companion for your HD TV with HD Plus. Visit the nearest dealer for your HD Plus decoder and subscribe via Star 879 hash to enjoy the feely feely experience now. Do the one, two, three with Colgate. Future to smile about. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. Hey! Uh, uh, um, sir? Wow! Why is everyone speechless? Because DSTV is offering you the same mind blowing entertainment at a fraction of the price. Huh? For a limited time only, get an HD decoder, dish and installation, plus one month of DSTV access, cut down from 229 Ghana CDs to just 199 Ghana CDs. That's ridiculous. Before it's too late, get the best for even less with DSTV. SMS 1731. This is your moment. Yes, I can because I drink it, Dano. Nutritious Dano. Miami Dano. For strong kids who love to win. Dano is the milk they love to drink. Love to drink. Mommy has just the thing. Dano is the milk she gives her. Available in the shop near you in plain powder flavored powders and UHT. Enjoy your Dano milk and be strong. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. Do you have a property for sale? Your property may need professional management. Do you have accommodation to rent out or simply looking for a place to rent? Renters Paradise, your professional landlords, offers you the best property management consultancy and services. Call us on 0551-955-366. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Renters Paradise GH. Renters Paradise, your peace of mind assured. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. Where are they? Yeah, can't I'm 
I miss you. Yes, no one mind trying to wear your songs on the radio. Have you checked? I've had the match. What for y'all? It's identity. What? Belgium. I know what. Mama Mika. Nakana Maria. Moya Sha 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 Sha. The name All right, so it's uh, 17 minutes to 10. That was another part of the conversation with Professor Stephen Tona. Now let's talk about uh, DSTV. Welcome home. Nowhere else could make you feel home like this welcome package to exclusive Ghanaian entertainment. Welcome to the new DSTV channel 150, Aquaba Magic on Compact to Premium Bouquets. Upgrade your package to DSTV Compact today and we'll bump you up to premium to experience original Ghanaian entertainment. Visit DSTV.com or visit an accredited dealer near you. DSTV, it's your moment. Yep, and you can enjoy that while you're sitting in your lovely new home in Apollonia City. It's Independence Month, we're still celebrating, and you can get your own freedom from landlord Wahala. You get 5% off the price of any Apollonia City property. Imagine that. Just call 055-256-0444 or email sales at apollonia.com.gh today. Remember, this promotion goes until the 31st of March, and Apollonia City is Accra's best real estate development. A first degree in science and information technology gives you a foot in the door. All business and human activities are technology driven, whether it's a Greek trade, industry or service. Nothing moves without technology. One company who recognizes the importance of this is IPMC. We bring you the best in industry, BSc computer science program affiliated to the University of Greenwich, UK. This program is in information technology and opens the world to you. You can study for a few years in Ghana and abroad, both UK, US or Canada. Call IPMC today, 055-552-222. That's 055-555-2222. Now, are you an undergraduate degree holder and you want to continue your education? If so, the Great Scholarships 2021 is for you. 15 opportunities are being offered to students from Ghana by partner universities in the UK with scholarships worth £10,000 for one-year postgraduate programs. Applications are open now. Call the British Council on 0302-610-090. They'll give you more details or you can visit the British Council website, britishcouncil.org.gh, for more information on how to apply. And if you haven't had breakfast yet and you're hungry or in a rush... Make yourself a delicious bowl of indomie and feel great. It's easy, it's quick to prepare. Just add some vegetables and eggs to make it spicy in your favorite way. Get some delicious indomie to start your day. Indomie tastes great. The stubborn boys at the back with their heads on the table. 
house tonight. Your girl they clap, you they house tonight. You know the boys where they back tonight. You know the boys where they back tonight. Friday night, don't your girl tonight. Take her phone, be the chat tonight. You know the boys where they chat tonight. You know the boys where they go All right, so there you have it. <laughs> so that's to Linke and Lord Kenya doing the mix there for you. Just to let you know that the Easter Offer Project is coming your way as well. This Easter, we're going back to the orphanages to make a difference, and we're asking for some stuff. Could we tell us more about what we need? Yeah, you know, Bernard, the Easter Orphan, Easter Orphan Project is actually one of my memories from my first stint here at City. Mm. I, just, I remember going to Suhum. I mm. remember carrying some sand or cement or something we were at that time they were doing some renovations there we, i think city was trying to help them put up another uh, block for the children there mm. and just to see what city has done mm. for them over the years is just amazing yes. so look your money and your donations everything you bring is going to good places yes. and to good causes mm. this is the season of easter it represents sacrifice rebirth and compassion and it's the opportunity for us to exhibit genuine love and affection and to extend a helping hand to people around us and make life a little more bearable for fellow human beings mm-hmm. so let's give some meaning to this season this easter mm-hmm. please support the easter orphan project on easter monday the 5th of april 2021 the city fm foundation lends a hand to over 200 orphans in baptist school complex Orphanage or Basco in Trotonia Suhum. Mm. So support us in cash and kind. We'll take bags of rice, Gary beans, maize, sugar, biscuits, milk, detergents, toiletries, you name it. Bring it to the front desk of City FM or City TV. We're behind the Adabraka Police Station. You can also send your cash donations to the mobile money number 0550-900-006. One more time. Send mobile money to 0550-900-006. All right. You can also call us if you want more information. Call 0302-226-013. So please, this Easter, let's be compassionate. Let's make a few sacrifices and help an orphan feel loved during these trying times of the COVID-19 pandemic. We appreciate your donations. All right, a few more comments on this. This is somebody called Social Observer writing from Mampontin in Kumasi. Bernard, I've lived in the Quabre East Municipality for eight years and uh, never have I seen water run through the Ghana Water Company tap in Kumasi. Most of us are forced to drill our own water or buy from tankers. This person is called Social Observer from Mampontin. For eight years, he's never had water through the tap, so he... He has to buy water. That's serious. Uh, Goffin, let's read a few more quick comments. Um, seems as if whilst we're talking to Dr. Brimer, more people were sending in. <laughs> they want to register. At least we want to see the extent of the issue. So Nathan, just wrap up a few more for okay. us. Okay, in last. Says there's a burst pipe in front of the Apostolic Church. It's been almost three weeks. Please huh? from the Ghana Water Company. Are you serious? Yeah. Three weeks of burst pipe. Hmm. How long does it take? Okay, um, Jojo says, Bene, mm. the pipes are buried and occasionally see leakages, but we don't have water in our homes. That's it's been happening for three years. So, for three years, these people have not had water. That's uh, Jojo from Pokwasi. Mm. 
Anthony in, uh, in Takrade uh, says, The water situation is dire in Takrade. We've had erratic water supply for over three months now. In my office, we've had no water running in the last two weeks. Oh, two weeks. Okay. We live in Tema Community too. For the last 10 years, our taps have been running twice a week. Hmm. Mondays and Thursdays, usually around 4 a.m. I think you should take it like that too. <laughs> By 8 a.m., mm. the supply cuts off. And for 10 years, that's what we, we've had to endure. Mm. I'm a Kia and I live at North Legon Extension, Nyaho area. North Legon Extension? Yes. We only get water twice a week. But for January and February, we didn't have any water at all. Now we've received a bill of 620 Ghana cities hey. for December. Hey. hey. Oh, how? Hey. Hmm. Why? Okay, Michael. Do you have a washing bin in your house? <laughs> Michael says here in Kofredia, we also have a problem with water. We've had a problem with water for about a month now. Okay. Okay. Um, Kofredia. Yes, that's in Kofredia. So <clears throat> this one is also from Kofredia, Osabene <clears throat> Junction Nine. We've not had water for a month. When I called uh, yesterday, they asked me to come to their office to rectify the problem. Charlie, come to my office. <laughs> <laughs> How does coming to your office solve the problem? Abeku in Takradi says, the water problem is not only in Accra. Takradi is also experiencing the yeah, same thing. Yeah. Nanaya says, mm. I live at Dome Pillar 2. Kai. So, media, the mm. tap runs almost every day. Uh, this morning, cra, the have, pressure no be small. You hey. shower. <laughs> Charlie, show no. 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 Show Charlie, 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 Hey, you know. All right, Abdul from this uh, Godfrey, another one. Mm. Leonardo down. So there's Paul Shanghai, there's Paul. Don't go compare or something. Leonardo down. So since last year, mm. since last April, mm-hmm. I've not had any water. Hey. Yet last month, I was sent a bill of forty-five CDs back to sender, and I wonder where they got the reading from. I think you should send the bill so, back to the sender. <laughs> I've been buying water every two weeks. Hey, Chinese, <laughs> my water guy who I haven't been calling. Somebody hey, else use him. Yeah. You're not dealing with Jones. Jones has have water now. Hey. I think we called him up only once when there was a shortage. But yeah. since we I got you used to no, but since we got the water, Charlie. it's like we like once or twice be paid. Keep the number. No, Jones is my man. <laughs> and Jones, that's another business too. Jones is the correct guy. They do other things. They do tazi. They do. <laughs> Stanley from Kraswa says, we used to have water running three times a week till the end of last year. Mm-hmm. But now we don't get water more than one day a week. Mm. And where is this person? This is Stanley from Kraswa. Kaswa put a tire. So what sin what what's worse in Kaswa? Yeah, what like what sin do you commit to be water? Oh Lord. Peter in Sakumon. Peter in Sakumon says, We have been doing all night for water. 
<laughs> you have to keep awake <laughs> to see when the water will run. Quick. There were times when the water would show up at 1 a.m. Oh. And by 2 a.m. it's gone. Charlie. And this happens about once a week. There are times when the water doesn't even run at all. Charlie, it's terrible. Slow. <laughs> That's Peter from Sakumono. <laughs> Uh, Adam from Satellite Kuntun say I hope the Ghana Water people are listening though. <laughs> says, they say they have a schedule. I hope they are listening. <laughs> says from the time the free water was given, the mm-hmm. water runs once a week and doesn't even flow. Kuntun say too. Oh, <laughs> slow satellite. Okay, you know that, what they call it satellite? Yes, because of the big satellite, big satellite in that area. Yeah, that yeah. was how come Ghana started enjoying live yeah. events broadcast done in Liman's time. Satellite, mm. yes. The people of Oshie Kokrobite have had the worst share of this Ghana water issue. Said once if it runs once a week and they cannot even fill a two thousand liter poly tank. Kokrobite, yeah. Ashie so Kokrobite. No, no, no. This, this is Ashie Kokrobite. So you're talking uh, Kojo side. Oh, Kojo side. Oh, yes. oh Ashie okay. Kokrobite. Bernard, um, we don't want to talk about um, water. Mm. Because since. Okay. Uh, okay. It looks like they've not had water since January 2021. But they are getting built. I think that's a bleak this, this is, I, I, I think I, well, I don't get that one. I should have asked this question. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I'm sorry for not asking the issue well, of the Because there's, we know there's a standard fee for having the pipe, <laughs> just mm-hmm. that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the amounts they are being charged Charging is the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So many of them. Lakeside Estate Community 4, water runs twice a month. It's only a dawn. Isaac, a mo- how does water run twice a month? And not a week, a month. Why a dawn? It's like... Like it's like they turn it on when they know you. you yeah, 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 and then when you start, then when you wake up, oh, 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 I don't bring it. Let's put it up again. Charles, let's do something. Is it those days? It's like so. Charles is on and off, on and off. So they put it off. It's like this is how you do it. You have to put it. Charles, oh lord, Isaac from. Kaswa Kakraba says they've not even had water since November 2020. Go for it. We need to probe this. Yeah, and it's like they only started getting water in March this year. And it's down in March. The supply is off again. Uh Charlie. Okay, Ashima, New York. I bet. Another one there. Ashima, New York. (laughs) In fact, I've been passing with sachet water for a month now. It's a star god it's rained recently. <laughs> oh. But you know, I do rain harvesting too. Okay, yeah, ah, quick. Good. Yeah. I harvest rain. Mm. Oh, is it that he do sachet water to bath? Charlie. Charlie's employer should ask him to go home and bath properly. Charlie <laughs> <laughs> says I do sachet water to bath. I'm sure I'm sure he would like, yeah, pour a lot of the And therefore we've been pouring the sachet water in the bucket service another one hour. The reason is that he may probably have to wake up one hour ahead of schedule. Because that might take another twenty minutes to sort everything out. But you know this, the way it's heater. You know when I was young, we used to use water heater. Charlie, when I was in second school, if you have a heater, you're a big man. It's true. What is heater to cook? Rice and things. Boys, we had one. I've never had one, but yeah. Heater. Heater. Put it in the bucket. But this is, I mean, do you have to do heater? The one that you hang by the side. Yeah, put it on the side. Put it in the water. Was it on the prospectus? No, not on the list I've seen. Heater. It was classified as an unprecedented. It was classified as an unprecedented. Heater was unprecedented. But if you have heater, though, the seniors will seize it. Cook your spaghetti, no? Tell him you cook things with heater. Do you know how to produce heater in Ghana? 
and to melt the bucket. Yes, true. Because back then, we used metal buckets back then, but now with corned beef. Speaking of cooking, secondary school life and what you eat in school. If the students are listening, well, maybe they'll try cooking some indomie. If you haven't had your breakfast today and you're hungry, you can quickly make yourself a delicious bowl of indomie, and you'll feel so good. It's easy to prepare. You can spice it up with vegetables and eggs. Just have it your way. So if you're in a hurry, pick up some indomie and get going. Indomie mm. tastes great. Good morning to Elom Nyinaku. Today is your birthday. You are an avid listener of the City Breakfast Show. Enjoy the day. go one of our solid team members here jeffrey <laughs> today is your birthday solid man jeffrey you did, you did not call him senior ah jeffrey, senior. jeffrey. jeffrey. Uh, jeffrey. Uh, jeffrey. He's, he's a big Stop. man jeffrey is a small boy proud or as we say proud prempe college uh, oh yeah and they and they, they even say without a college <laughs> do you understand college. I mean, senior. Both of us who went to schools, we don't have to talk a lot. College. College. Yes, <laughs> you know, college. Very <laughs> funny. We went to the college. Double line something. But Jeffrey's an outstanding guy. Oh, yeah. Look, oh, worked yeah. so hard. Jeffrey does so, so many things. Jeffrey, yeah. we love you. Jeffrey, happy birthday. Happy birthday. It have a great, great day.
right, so let's just get straight to City News at 10. We have uh, Akosi Afewa Poku here. Good morning. Good morning, Bernard. The finance minister-designate, Ken Uforieta, says the 1% COVID levy introduced in the 2021 budget statement will, among other things, help pay for the COVID-19 vaccines imported into the country. Government has announced plans to purchase some 20 million additional doses of COVID-19 vaccines after the first batch of 600,000 was procured through a free COVAX facility. Speaking in a virtual post-budget forum by PricewaterhouseCoopers, the finance minister-designate says part of the levy will also be used to finance the Agenda 111 projects. Uh, then we have the 1% of that, uh, which essentially is looking at um, making sure that we're able to pay for the vaccines and get our people working um, so we don't have lockdowns. Uh, and other things uh, such as Agenda uh, 111 um, so that our infrastructure uh, for healthcare uh, will be a lot more robust. That was, that was Finance Minister-designate Ken Uforiata. The Africa Centre for Parliamentary Affairs, ASEPA, says the threat from the Speaker of Parliament to the Executive on its budgetary allocations is a bold attempt to redefine the relations between the two arms of government. The speaker indicated that processes to get the 2021 budget passed could be stalled if the executive carries out its intent to slash parliament's allocatory by over 190 million Ghana cities. The executive director of ASAPA, Dr. Rashid Draman, tells City News the two arms must resolve the issue in the national interest. Making a very serious and very important attempt to reset this relationship that has just been uh, if you like, skewed more towards the executive over the, the last uh, 28 years. You know, to the extent that the appropriation uh, uh, law, I think, needs about two-thirds majority to pass. Uh, so if push comes to shove, I don't think that the executive would, I mean, even if it has the support of all the, the members from the MPP, I don't think that uh, this, this is going to pass. So one way or the other, there might be some negotiations. Dr. Rashid Draman is the executive director of ASAPA. An 11-year-old boy has been burned to death while his mother and two other siblings are in critical condition after a stepfather allegedly set ablaze a room they were sleeping in. According to the landlord of the house, the 45-year-old suspect, whose name has only been given as Ejeman, was always picking quarrels with his fiancée, who he has been cohabiting with at Meduma in the Kwabri East Municipality of the Ashanti region. Ajeman is alleged to have on Tuesday sprinkled petrol in the room where his fiancée was sleeping with the children and set it ablaze. The landlord, Daniel Opoku, narrated the incident to City News. If you were a demo, I heard the screams and shouts of the lady from about 12 a.m. to 1 a.m. As she repeated, she was dying. She said Ajumai was killing her and the children. He had sprinkled petrol and set the room they were sleeping in ablaze. I woke up and went to their room where I saw the fire was spreading. I opened the room and brought her out with the two other children. I could not bring out the other boy due to the intensity of the fire. 
Daniel Opoku is the landlord of the room which was set ablaze and that has led to the death of an 11-year-old. Although fire officers were called in when the incident happened, they could not access the house due to the nature of the road. The suspect, his fiancée and the two children are on admission at the Komfuanochi Teaching Hospital while the charred body of the 11-year-old has been deposited at the Ankasa Methodist Hospital. And that's it for City News at 10. For more news, visit citynewsroom.com. My name is Akosia Ofewa Opoku. City News. We speak first. Reach our hotline on 0302 976 